a hot uh, new Winds of Winter update. Uh, oh, shit. And that's... Is it out yet? No, the Winds of Winter have been literally, like, coming into my house and trying to kill me because we got another one of those Arctic vortexes, and there's been 25 miles an hour uh-huh. winds with, like, 26 degrees outside, and my 90-year-old house windows just let it in. Okay. And I've been sleeping under five blankets for the past two days. So are you like the fire dragon trapped in ice or the ice dragon trapped in fire? <laughs> <laughs> I've just become a little nugget. <laughs> like. He's 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 waiting to release it because he's not sure how to tell everyone that he's changed the title to the Nuggets of Winter. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. I also have a I also have a code open idea, so <laughs> maybe we can just have them both, and then it's like a bit of a choose your own adventure. I'll just play them over each other at the same time. So here's my thing: when you sing the song of babies and puppies, you either die or win. Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> um. It's, I kind of messed up the quote I was even gonna reference. That's so pretty much yeah, how that it went goes. great. <laughs> You either die a baby or you live long enough to see yourself become a puppy. That's what Cersei said. There you go. That's how it goes. Welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, the world's first and hopefully last uh, A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast uh, done by people who are not military freaks, Hmm. which is the one requirement you need. Uh, My name is Janos, a.k.a. Ooh, I don't have a nickname. Give me a second. Uh, my name is Janos, aka the. I don't have anything. <laughs> I was, you know, you know, the feeling when you think you can, if you force, uh, force yourself to come up with a joke, you're gonna come up with something, and then you can't. No, you just just open the book and just <laughs> the first sentence you point to. Just a chicken, that's always funny. I also have not a blog open, and there's just... It's just a wildcards update, so I don't even have, like, a funny uh, George thing to reference there. Hi, my name's Emmanuel, also known as Warm Blood Filled Her Mouth and Ran Down Her Chin. That's a terrible nickname. (laughs) (laughs) It's too long. That's the one I saw. (laughs) You have to call me that. Okay, Warm Blood. Uh, hello, I'm Chaz, and underneath my painted leather vest, my withered dogs sway back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a flex. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kay, <laughs> and something in Little Fingers Japes irks me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rainer, uh, aka Carl Kyle. Ooh, a real one. Yeah. I, I like this uh, this new method of coming up with nicknames. <laughs> we gotta be, we gotta be uh, careful that we don't do uh, don't read out the spoilery lines. Like uh, we don't say things like, uh, and that was the moment when books books. <laughs> and then we could do an editing joke where we bleep this out. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll admit that the first time I did point to the stallion that mounts the world, and I thought that was a little bit too much of a flex, so I did another one. <laughs> I think it'd be good. This just this just Tyrion, right? 
That is true. All right. Well, so we read some chapters of the yeah. books. Nothing and, happened uh, this week. It was normal. Man, yeah. real slow one. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nothing happened in the world. We had three whole chapters of Ned just chilling, and it was nice. It was very good. I'm looking forward to uh, when Stannis becomes king. And uh, Ned can go home with his daughters and chill. Yeah, Ned's last plan worked perfectly, so this one will too, for sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Edward 11, uh, uh, Ned holds court. Uh, He's sitting in the big spiky chair, and some knights from the Riverlands and lords uh, have brought some small folk to tell about uh, some bad things that happened, and uh, it sucks. I mean, I can't fault you. He just uh, enjoyed his nice day relaxing in the very comfortable chair, and uh, nothing bad His leg was in one exact piece that he's supposed to be in, and not 10,000 discrete pieces. Yeah, Mm -hmm. actually his uh, fibia, tibia, and femur are all fused together, so it's just one bone now. (laughs) (laughs) One very strong bone for one very strong man who can't be hurt. Would you rather uh, fight uh, a... A man a size of a... No, a bo- one big bone a size of a man or a hundred normal-sized bones? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the bone. first one. Uh, who, who comes here? Uh, there's Carol... Carol Vance? There's so many names. So many new names. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. some names come. Yeah, it's Mark and Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl with a Y for some reason. Not incorrect. Yeah, Carl with a Y in between yeah. and Mark with a Q. It must be like Carl. Car- yeah. Car- Hold Car- on Carl? a second. Is that Carl Mark is my favorite uh, political author. <laughs> is Mark with a Q at the end? George like throwing out something to the QAnon uh, people. <laughs> Fifteen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the first one. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's always up with current events and trends. I like. I think that Mark with the Q at the end is good. I think that's a good way mm. to spell Mark. It just looks French but, to me. But but yeah. but Carl with a Y in it is nothing to me. That's not a name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like Carol. I thought it was like just in, like Carol. I thought it was just Carol. Yeah, like in a Christmas Carol. Yeah. So Carol Vance. There's there's a spinoff about him being visited by the ghosts of weirwood <laughs> past and oh. present. Uh, there's also a Raymond Derry. His name can stay, that's fine. Everybody loves him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's also a guy named Eris Oakhart. I wonder if we'll meet him again. Nope. Well, he lives here. They, these knights from the Riverlands, uh, they've brought their small folk. Uh, the small folk are telling Ned about some raiders uh, who came. There's like, you know, at least a hundred probably. They're like well-armed and they're not stealing anything. They're just burning and killing people in the Riverlands. And there's one of them that's really big and uh, he has a voice like stone breaking or something like that. And uh, all the knights say it had to have been Gregor. Couldn't be anyone else. These aren't common brigands that are just like doing shit for no reason. It's Tywin uh, retaliating for Tyrion's capture, and they're asking the crown for leave to, like, go fuck him up. Ned has to make a decision here. There's a lot of, like, justice versus revenge stuff here that's really good. I thought, I thought revenge was epic. 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, Ned, Ned is wrong, obviously. Oh, that's true. Ned is, Ned is like a big loser. Yeah, Ned sucks, which is why Revenge is great, and Ned is full of shit. So they're, like, trying to prove that it was Gregor, and, and Pycelle is like, why would he turn brigand? I, like, can't, like, even comprehend the idea that Tywin would do something mean or something. No, I think he can right. comprehend it. He's, I think he he's just covering for his, Tywin, I think. gets buttered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know it was the mountain. It could have been Brienne the whole time. It could have been <laughs> someone else who's eight feet tall and exactly. made of evil. Could have been Hodor. Yeah. yeah, he literally says a lot of men in the realm are tall. Have you heard about this dunk? He's pretty tall. <laughs> <laughs> Work of the week. <laughs> no, no, I don't support that one. I think that's I just genetics. Nice boy. He would never raid. Maybe it's just th three small men in a, in a big armor <laughs> on top of each other. Wait, that has precedent. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be. I saw it was right. Oh, was that like the the one tourney where someone showed up and it turned out it was just three children? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the mystery night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually Liana, Ned, and Benjamin all in there. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> it is, but we're we're talking about war crimes right now. Great transition. <laughs> back to back to your regularly scheduled war crimes. Yeah, they're they're going on about how like they burned everything and they killed a bunch of people and like uh like for sport basically. Um there's one girl who we can assume was raped and uh she you know says like they killed her mother and then uh she can't like continue. Yeah. yeah. It's, it sucks and uh And then Ned, you know, he says, like, I can't can't give you back your homes and your people, but at least I can, like, give you some measure of justice. And uh, and then <laughs> Loris pipes up and is like, Let, send me. <laughs> I'm baby. Let me do it. <laughs> I totally kicked his ass last time. Right, guys? Right? Loris is just, like, scrappy-doo, <laughs> like... Let me at him. <laughs> Let, Let me at him. him. <laughs> yeah, Ned like looks at him and he's like, "Oh man, outside of his armor, he's just a little twink." Like, <laughs> he's tiny, tiny baby. He says, boy. "He says you're you're a baby." Go back. <laughs> What if Loras's horse is horny again? Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, he just he brings. Then Loras will die again. He says, "All right." <laughs> Loris, gather up a hundred horny horses and go <laughs> capture the mountain for me. He's like, shit, my horse isn't horny anymore. What am I going to do? <laughs> Quick, someone arouse my horse. All right, uh, we're moving on now. And so Ned says, <laughs> <laughs> Ned says uh, he calls out uh, another bunch of names, uh, Thoros, Beric, uh, and some other guys. I don't know. Um Weird that they're not important. I wonder why the first two were. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, those are the ones I remember. It's actually Sir Gladden and Lord Lothar. I don't know how you can forget about them. Gladden is a funny last name. I wonder if his his coat of arms is like a smile face. <laughs> it's a it's a plastic bag. <laughs> When men see my sails, they smile. 
<laughs> yeah, and I wonder if the other one, Lord Lord Lothar, has done like some sort of uh, I don't know, uh, hammered ninety five thesis on a weirwood or something. <laughs> mm. That's pretty good. I'm wondering why Ned threw a uh, Thoros of Mir in there because I, I assume he doesn't have like a a household or something. I mean, he's basically a priest who's there to I, I like. Feel... Uh, I feel like the Lord of, of Light, right? He's not a he's not a knight with any holdings or something. So I feel like he Ned come up with with uh, a household or with knights. I feel like Ned is just going down all the people uh, he remembers seeing yeah. at like the melee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who do I know the name of? He's like, mm. who, who's strong? <laughs> who do I remember fight good? He has a and cool Thoros sword. won the big yeah. the big melee. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He won the Super Smash Brothers melee tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He would have renown. He'd be able to like get people. Like they'd be like, mm. "Oh, hey, I saw you with a big uh, fiery sword, and that was cool. Mm. I'll follow you." So I think that's like understandable. Yeah. Um, but he could just be like, mm, "Yes, I know that one." And yeah, yeah I mean, Beric Dondarrion. He really just remembers because he saw him coming to town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and be like, "Hey, I'm yeah. I'm cool, Beric Dondarrion. I'm gonna win the whole tournament." He didn't, but uh, he tried. He seems confident, so, and he's he's also already twenty two, so he is. I can't very believe he's twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> I can't no, believe he, he's baby. Sans is like, wow, look at this old wow. man. <laughs> he's crumbling <laughs> into dust. <laughs> <laughs> I just started crying. He's not twenty two in the TV show. I'll tell you that. No, he's like fifty. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he was recast like three times. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. he's the recast in the books much younger, like yeah. seven times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he names five people. He tells them all to get uh, 20 men, and he sends 20 of his own with them. And then he uh, does a cool speech about how he denounces uh, Gregor and, like, he sentences him to death and stuff. And he is calling Tywin here to answer for his banner man's crimes. Mm-hmm. And he sends them out, and then Loras is like, "What, what about me?" Like, why, why would Loras seek vengeance just because of the of the journey? Yeah, I guess because he got publicly uh, owned. But it was his fault. I think yeah. it's. I don't think it's like that personal thing. I think it's more so that he's yeah. just seeing like a young kid who's like trying to do some like act of valor for not really any reason except for like. Yeah, to be epic. But he, he I mean, Ned epic. literally says, uh, we are here about justice and you are seeking vengeance. Yeah. But, like, vengeance can be on behalf of people. Mm-hmm. Ned is very, like, you have to do things that are right and also for the right mm-hmm. reasons, you know? Yeah. Loris would be doing it for the wrong reasons, so he doesn't mm-hmm. want him there. Like The Bachelor. Yeah. That's what I was <laughs> just going to say. <laughs> Loris, you're not Loris here for roses. the right reasons. <laughs> Or this is not here to make friends. <laughs> or maybe maybe Ned is just trying to avoid to to. Uh, yeah, he's also. Yeah, baby. he just doesn't doesn't want to send him because he's sixteen. Yeah, yeah and he's kind of is robbing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. He saw that he gave Sansa a rose and didn't want to uh, break Sansa's heart. Oh, that's so cute. I don't think that's the no, reason, it's but not. it would be it's cute. Not at all. He barely thinks about Sansa in this chapter. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then Varys comes up and is like, "Oh, he like wants to talk to Loris, but he's gone by the time Ned like 
gets down the stairs of the Iron yeah. Throne. Loris has a, a sullen stare, which is a very teenager thing to have. Yeah, Ned wanted mm. to talk to him and be like, hey, bro, it's okay, you'll get your time. <laughs> Let's just chill for a bit, you know? Do your turny thing. Loris runs away and listens to my chemical <laughs> <Yeah>. romance. <Yeah. laughs> he literally goes and writes in his journal about how he's pissed that he could just go. But... Yeah. Old I people just don't yeah. understand. He finds the nearest bard and is like, play me a sad song, bard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he plays the uh, Baron the Maiden fan. Yeah. He's just lying he's lying face down on his bed crying and the bard is in the corner just playing really sad music. Mm. Is the bard's name Alexa? Yes. <laughs> but it's spelled with three Ys. <laughs> Oh, where are the Y's? <laughs> okay, the first one is Y L Y Y again <laughs> X A. <laughs> okay, so then Varys is like, I would have sent Loris because uh, politics, and Ned is like, what's that? He doesn't even say politics. I mean, I guess he kind of does, but he's mostly just like, he really wanted to go, so you should let him go. <laughs> just let him go, yeah. Like, he says that it would, like, make the Tyrells his friends, but, like, if Loras fucking eats shit and dies, that won't make the Tyrells his friends. No. <laughs> I mean, it kind of will. It's not... They wouldn't blame him, you know? They would, like... In fact, it would, like, you know, make them even more pissed at the Lannister Lannisters. I like Lannisters. Lannisters. Yeah. That's my. I'm Emmanuel, also known as Lannis Stores. My favorite band. I think it's funny. Well, it's interesting how Sir Ilan isn't sent with them, even though he's been sentenced to death, um, and they're all expecting like the executioner to kill him. But Ned's like, no, I don't trust him, so he will stay here. I was just gonna say one more thing about this chapter because I have a I have a suggestion how to improve it. Uh, what if? What if Littlefinger was also there uh, standing next to Ned and saying things like, Ooh, the fish. That's your wife's banner. How study your wife. Do you remember her? Oh my god, dude. That was like the... So when I, I rewatched the first two seasons and I was like, I'll watch the third one if those two like make me want to. And they didn't. But... The like season one was like mostly good except for any time Littlefinger was on screen. Like that scene that you're talking about, like I was just groaning the whole time. It was so bad. It's, yeah, he's just like telling the audience everything in Littlefinger voice, and I hated it. Like oh my god, it was so. This is George's true genius. That when Ned gets off the throne, Littlefinger has already left the room. Well, he's fucking. We'll talk about it in this next chapter, but he's creeping on oh, Ned's yeah. daughter, so yeah. that's cool. He's, yeah. he's lurking. Yeah. He's he's up to it. Yeah, maybe Ned should keep Littlefinger with him at all times. <laughs> he shouldn't keep him in a box like Varys does to that wizard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think I had one more thing about the chapter, which was... Uh, we talk about Edmure a lot, and we haven't really gotten a lot of Edmure info before this. I thought it was kind of Stannis-esque of like everyone is saying their opinions about Edmure. Mm. Like, yeah, Edmure is gonna be the other main character of the of the next few books yeah. besides Stannis. Like his 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 best friend is here. His best friend Mark with a Q. 
who's who, who's like Edmure said we should kill them, but his dad said no, and Ned's like thank God for his dad then. Yeah. And then, and then Ned thinks to himself that um, Edmure would try to hold every inch of his soil to defend every man, woman, and child, and he like thinks of that as like a bad thing. And I was kind of, um, I don't know, I was kind of side-eyeing Ned for that. Because, like, he's kind of... I don't think he thinks of that as I mean, a he, bad yeah. thing. He's just saying that, like, this is a, you know, strategic move by Tywin to try and split yeah. uh, Edmure's forces up. So... Mm. It, it does seem like he's implying that it's idealistic to defend all mm. the people that name you lord. Which is, like, what are you lord for if not to do that, you know? Yeah. Right. I guess, for, I guess in... In Ned's eyes, it's it's just a very obvious uh, strategy from Tywin and Tywin military genius. Like this is the reason you have castles and and strongholds or whatever is like you get you tell all your people to like go to those places and then that's where you can protect them easier. Like so they're right now they said they were like they were with their armies at the um, the lions. Tooth or something like that? What's the... The, the Golden Tooth? That's it, yeah. Um, it's basically a choke point between the Westerlands and the Riverlands, and occupying that is, like, really important to keeping any army out. Um, so he's trying to, like, weaken those forces that are there. I mean, you could keep your armies there and just, like, only bring a couple to, like, defend some castles and bring all your people in instead of, like, trying to just, like defend all the farmland and stuff. I mean, the farmland is pretty important, though. Yep. But, you know... You need it to eat, and you need to eat to live, is my understanding. I just... My opinion is that... What Tywin is doing is fucked up, I guess. It's bad. Oh, it's extremely fucked up. That's a true opinion. (laughs) It's super fucked up. Wow, my brain is huge. I figured it out. Uh, Hot take. Tywin is bad. Hot take. Tywin is bad, yeah. Tywin is posting cringe. (laughs) I'm cringing, dude. Tywin, like, doesn't think about any political, like, answer to this this insult to his house. He's just like, I must overreact and do violence and war crimes. This is so twisted. They'll love it. (laughs) Uh, You guys want to talk about Sansa? Yeah, I was just gonna say I just came up with a nickname that I can't use next week probably, uh, and it's Coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) That's just Varys enjoying a nice beer. Yeah, (laughs) as you do. (laughs) Uh, All else I wanted to say was. In this read-through, I swear that whenever someone is a Royce, it's on purpose to make you think about the others and remember that that's the thing that actually matters. Mm. So there's another Royce in this chapter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Yeah. yeah. And Ned sends him to go and get um, the king, which is like, you know, this yeah. is what the king should be worrying about. The the veil, the whole... Mm. That may be true. Of, yeah. But it's not working on me because I completely forgot that the guy at the beginning was a race. So that happened yeah, in my first same. read, and I didn't even know who he is. But now on this read, every time I see Royce, I'm like, oh, it's that guy, Waymore. Mm-hmm. Remember Waymore <laughs> from the first? Who? All right, let's talk about Sansa. Sansa. Sansa, she's a baby. 
She's baby. I love this Sansa chapter. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's like two times in this chapter where the narrative acts like this is an episode of a television show yes. where we need to be reminded who the characters are. <laughs> like at one point, uh, his leg, Jane said uncertainly, she was a pretty dark haired girl of Sansa's own age. It's like, yep, yeah. Jane. Yeah, and then later her. on, later on it says she felt sorry for her bastard half brother, John. I've heard of him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who? <laughs> Who's that? It's been too long. Who's John? This Sansa chapter is like an episode of Lizzie McGuire or something, I swear. It's so funny. She's <laughs> such a lo- little preteen. Yeah, we kind of... But y- you're actually, as we kind of, like, get a summary of all the characters once again yeah. that we've had. Because they, they talk about all the events of the last chapter. They talk about how they sent Beric instead of Loras. Mm. And then they discuss what Beric looks like, how old he is, very old, 22. <laughs> Dying. Uh, then there's, like, a line where uh, where Sansa says, uh, this is, like, one of old Nan's stories, Sir Gregor was the monster, and Sir Loras, the true hero who would slay him. <laughs> so we get that. And then he, then he, she has a description of how, what she looks like, what he looks like. He even looked like a two-hero. So slim and beautiful with golden roses and all this slender waist. <laughs> it's very episodic, you know? I bet this book would make a great TV show. That would be a great idea. Yeah. Someone should do that sometime. Just Sansa's fun adventures. What could go wrong? My big brain take on that is that it's just her political training. Like, anytime she sees somebody, she just, like, lists off all the stuff about them that she knows because it's, like... Their stats. She's fighting every yeah. battle in her mind all the time. She has, like, co- like collectible cards of all the... Of all the- yeah, 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 yeah. She is not trading her Loras card for a barrack. <laughs> she has like the premium foil version yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my hollow loris then so Littlefinger is creepy as fuck and uh, I hate it Yeah, he's so weird he's just a little worm man he, he strokes his ugly little beard if we only ever heard about Littlefinger from Sansa's chapters and he wasn't in any other chapter um, yeah he's just a very weird guy yeah, he just, like, he comes along, like, says something creepy to her, touches her, and goes and away just again. just leaves. That's, like, I think the third time, the third interaction she had with him. Yeah. Yeah, Sansa doesn't like it either. She says it makes her uneasy yeah, like, just to think fuck? about. Mm. Which, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> when you said he's, like, a worm of a man, it just got me thinking, like, imagine... The human centipede, but it's just made out of a ton of little fingers. <laughs> no thanks. But for what? Uh, I, won't, I won't imagine. Yeah, I won't do that, actually. <laughs> I can imagine it, but only if they're all simultaneously stroking their beards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Worms with little beards, I'm back in. It's very cute now. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't like it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the human centipede. No, I'm out again. Oh, like Peter. Alright, so Jane says Ned should have sent the King's Justice to Erlen, <laughs> and Sansa's like, oh, the guy that makes you get heart palpitations and the uh, sun goes away and like <laughs> it starts raining when you look at him? I don't like that guy. <laughs> yeah, so she's talking with Jane about politics and then um, and well, so first she's talking to Septa Mordain about how 
uh, her dad should have sent Loris and like Littlefinger overhears and is like, hmm, maybe she knows uh, politics. And she explains that really it was just because it's like a story. And Littlefinger's like, well, you got promise, kid, uh, and I'm gonna <laughs> touch you unconsensually, and it's creepy. And then he walks away. And September Dane is like, this is all normal. God, she is useless. She sucks. And then she, like, leaves. She does just stand there. Well, she, like, leaves. Yeah, she does stand there. And then later she, like, isn't doing her job with Sansa because she uh, her feet hurt because, like, she was standing too long (laughs) in the courtroom. (laughs) She's valid. My feet hurt all the time. It's her alcoholism. It's progressed. Oh, God. (laughs) It's in her feet. (laughs) <laughs> she's got gout uh-huh. so many people have gout actually she probably has gout yeah Sansa then tells that uh, she had a dream but not really uh, about Joffrey killing uh, the white heart that they spotted in the forest yeah and she says in the in the songs it would usually not be like this uh, usually the hero would just walk up to it and do it no harm and like touch it on the nose and give it a yeah. little pat but Joffrey... But Joffrey likes killing. <laughs> Joffrey only likes killing animals. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no warning signs here. Nope. Um. It's weird because like her big trauma was her animal getting killed. Her magical animal, yeah. Yeah, similar definitely thing. But she that's the thing is she doesn't blame Joffrey for that. Well, not consciously anyway. She definitely, like, thinks, like, nothing is Joffrey's fault, like, on purpose. She's like, Jory dying isn't Joffrey's fault, Lady dying isn't Joffrey's fault. And, like, she's technically right, but she's also not really thinking about things. Yeah. Well, she has to cope with having to marry Joffrey, so I guess yeah. you have to try and pretend that he's a good person, at least. Yeah. So then Jane is like, I saw your sister doing sweet tricks in the stables. Your sister was doing, like, an ollie on a skateboard, and it was sick as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Sansa's like, but it smells bad in the stable. <laughs> the Star kids have some, have some talent for acrobatics, definitely. Like, uh, <laughs> Bran doing his parkour in the early chapters, and uh, Arya, <laughs> Arya walking around in her hands. Mm. I mean, it's not as impressive as Tyrion, but... It's okay. <laughs> that's true, yeah. He's older. He's training for years. Uh, I think true. I fully believe that Arya can do a, a double backflip and stick the landing perfectly. What if Tyrion is secretly a Stark? Greatest showman. <laughs> Sansa also talks about how Yorin showed up and he... He was stinky. He smells like... <laughs> Yorin is like... Yeah, he's just a smelly boy. But uh, he has Ned for... Uh, if anybody would uh, come help, and and Ned's like, hey, any of you gallant <laughs> knights want to go like serve the realm and you know do honor to your house? And they're like, nah, no thanks. I wonder if that would work in the north. Like, it obviously doesn't work in the south because they don't give a shit. But I wonder if in the north, anyone who's like a normal fighting age would be like, yes, I will take the black now. They should have sent someone who is less stinky. Do you think it's it's a pun on George's part to call this guy almost urine and he's stinky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, George put a hat on for that one, I'm sure. Yeah. A- and the thing is, it's not the only time he does this. Oh, you mean anus? 
anyway, Sansa and Jane go looking for lemon cakes and they can't find any, but they find a nice strawberry pie and they eat it and it's tasty and um, they giggle and it's cute. It is cute. That part is so funny when Sansa's like trying to tell about all the court and Jane just interrupts her like, uh, are there lemon cakes? And Sansa says she does not like being interrupted, but she had to admit lemon cakes sounded more interesting. (laughs) That part slaps. Yeah. And I I like the part after that about uh, they uh, ate it on the tower, giggling and gossiping and sharing secrets. And Sansa went to bed that night feeling almost as wicked as Arya. (laughs) This is one of the great crimes that Arya would commit, eating a pie. (laughs) Gossiping and eating pie. She's so naughty. Gossiping with a lowborn girl. What gossip do they have? Uh... They're, like, sharing their crushes, I guess. Sansa becomes one of those moms with, like, posters that say, like, uh, I love cooking with wine and sometimes I put it in the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, she wakes up next morning and uh, watches all the men leave for uh, to go kill Gregor. And... Uh, she still thinks it's still really exciting, even though, like, just a minute ago she was like, "Ah, oh, this sucks. It's not like a story at all. But uh, now it's like a song come to life. It's the wrong guy, but it's still exciting. It's still a little epic. It's like if you were looking forward to your uh, favorite actor being cast in, I don't know, the next James Bond movie, <laughs> but then it was someone else, but you still like it. Damn, that's a good metaphor. And then she talks about how uh, Alan is carrying the Stark banner, and she looked really—he looked really cool and dope. And she says he was handsomer than Jory had been, and he was going. To- <laughs> and she doesn't even press F. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Wow, I miss Jory, but he wasn't that hot, so it's fine, I yeah. guess." <laughs> yeah, that part's kind of mean, but I, it's, it's sweet that she's like, "Oh, he's going to be at night someday," because that Alan wants to be at night. That's nice. It's kind of weird that, like, in the tournament scene where she was, like, watching the little kid die, or whatever, the young knight die, and she was like, oh, I would be sad if it was Jory. And now it is Jory, and she's not sad. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, maybe she's uh, suppressing. Yeah, we don't really get, like, the scene of them them finding out. Mm -hmm. We only got, like, uh, Bran and Rob finding out, basically, but... I feel like Sansa wasn't that sad about it, honestly. Like, she isn't really reflecting on, like, oh, no, poor Jory. I mean, she says Jory and those poor other men, but, like, she's not sad about it. She's just like, eh, it's not really Joffrey's fault. Mm -hmm. So then she goes and she's having breakfast uh, with Arya and Septimore Dane. Arya's like, what the fuck's going on? Where is everybody? And she's like, so out of the loop. Come on, girl. Like She's like, they're going to go kill Jamie, right? This time for sure. <laughs> and then she asked about whether or not Beric will mount uh, Gregor's head uh, on his own gate or bring it to uh, the Red Keep for the king. Yeah. <laughs> that was some of their gossip last night. That was what they were talking about. Yeah, that about. makes sense, yeah. <laughs> great, great teenage gossip, yeah. Honestly, that is what teenage girls are like. <laughs> The Septim is, it was horror-struck. A lady does not discuss such things yeah. over her porridge, but I guess <laughs> I guess they discuss it over other things? I don't know. Yeah, yeah when are you allowed to discuss it? In the designated beheading room of this, for discussion, <laughs> but... Well, it, it's like drinking, not, 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 before, thin, uh, not before lunch. Yeah, but. yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. It's so funny that she's like, you can't discuss this, but they do all like go and watch people be beheaded all the time and it's incredibly <laughs> normal. It's different. <laughs> you can see it, you just can't talk about okay. it. You have to suppress everything. Yeah, I think it's like what the Septa doesn't like is that Sansa's like interested in what's happening, I guess. You're kind of mm. just supposed to like see it like, oh dear, I have to witness this with my stiff upper lip and etc. And Sansa's, yeah. like, getting into it, and that's, like, not ladylike. It's a society to me. It is a society. God, they live in a... I like that uh, Septa Mortain says, uh, of late you've been near as bad as your sister, when uh, Sansa, like, uh, half a page before herself said she she feels she almost as wicked as she her sister. She's yeah. <laughs> She's becoming Judas in her She's mind. She's becoming Arya in her mind. <laughs> <laughs> So then they start arguing about... Well, so Arya says, like, they should have uh, hunted down Jamie because he murdered the Stark man, Jorian Heward... Heward? Howard. Heward. Heward. And while. Will. That one's not Will, because we have met a Will, and it was spelled like Will. Well, it's the northern spelling. Spell it it's just different a different ways. spelling. You can spell Carl with a K and a C. Mm-hmm. And a Q, I guess. <laughs> If it was Welsh, it would be wool. Wool. I think it's wool. wool. I don't think it's wool. Um, and anyway, so, and then she says, also the hound murdered my friend Micah, and they should have beheaded them. And Sansa says, like, it's not the same because uh, your friend attacked the crown prince and he was just defending him. And yeah, Arya's like, yeah, fuck that liar. And like, <laughs> then she throws an orange at Sansa, and it's funny. She does an epic orange throw, just like Ned and Robert did when they were kids. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Wow. Parallel. I mean, Sansa kind of eggs her on. She's like, call me all the names you want. Like, you won't dare whatever I'm queen. It's like... (laughs) Yeah. Honey. She says, you you gotta call me your grace. And Ari's like, you have juice on your face, your grace. (laughs) (laughs) And that's like the epic clapback moment. Everyone goes, Yeah, it's great. And the air horns play. (laughs) Hmm, I wonder if there's any parallel between warm blood, uh, Danny thing, and uh, a blood orange on Sansa's face. They do say blood orange. Ooh. Mm. And the blood stains her lap, too, which I was a little... Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Foreshadowing. Interesting. So it gets on her her beautiful ivory silk dress, and (laughs) she's just, like, screaming. Sansa, that's just a rookie mistake. You don't wear your white dress to breakfast. Mm. No. Sansa's just screaming. <laughs> She's so fucking mad, dude. <laughs> I want to see that. I wish we'd gotten this in the show. Just, like, two girls just fighting and yelling. Yeah, if the showrunners weren't hexed, I would have put it in. Although they love put uh, putting in scenes where the women are, like, fighting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, they didn't have... They didn't have- Budget for blood orange. No, no fruit budget. They cut the peach for the cut Randy's peach also. So they just couldn't do it. They where were they filming? They just don't have fruit there. In England, right, or somewhere. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland, uh, I think. Northern Ireland, um, I think. Yeah. The, I think the King's Landing stuff's in Dubrovnik. Okay, that's a place that I know where it is. It's on the Croatian coast. Oh, okay. All right, so then Sansa tells uh, Arya that they should have killed her instead of Lady, and then Septa Mordain sends them both to their room, and Sansa like goes to her room and screams into her pillow. Just like Loras did before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Parallels. <laughs> Damn. She also th- 
tears off all her clothes and throws them into the fucking hearth, like, into the ashes. They're stained. What are you going to do? Yeah. Burn them. That's got to be meaningful. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, Septimordain finally comes back and is like, your father is going to see you now. So she goes to uh, her soul, his soul heir or whatever, um, and he's reading that book. Then uh, Arya shows up and... Sansa, like, thinks that he just called him there about the fight, and so she tries to, like, get the yeah. first word in and starts saying, like, Arya sucks, and it was all her fault or something. She tries to spoil everything. Then he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have been fighting and it sucks, but, uh, that's not why you're here. I'm sending you guys home. Yeah, and Arya's, like, instantly like, I'm sorry, I was wrong, and I ask your forgiveness because she's mature now. Yeah. Well, she remembers that Ned was like, please don't fight with your sister anymore. Other shit is happening. Yeah. And now that she's in front of Ned, she's like, oh, fuck. I was supposed to not fight with Sansa anymore. <laughs> she also says she'll, she'll like, uh, try to clean her dress or make a new one. And I would yeah. very much like to read about Arya trying to make Sansa dress. Yeah, Sansa's like, I've seen your needlework. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, oh man. It really. It would just be like a, a, put, a potato sack with two holes cut in it or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. She gets like a Dobby pillowcase. Um, I wish. <laughs> like, this sucks. Like, Sansa is like throwing this uh, fig leaf or whatever back in Arya's face, but Ned didn't, you know, give. Sounds of the same talk like we talked about before, and you know that would have helped so much here. Mm. It's like really sad to see. Yeah, Sansa doesn't really understand that something else is going on besides like all her songs and stories, basically. Yeah, yeah. So like she, Ned tells her like you know you're leaving, and she's like thinks about all the like stuff she's losing, and she's just thinking about like tourneys and uh, the fun court and like nice dresses and stuff like that, and it's like. Ned, why didn't you tell you? And then she's like, oh, wait, I remember. I'm also in love with Joffrey, so you can't send me away. <laughs> God. I, I highlighted the line. She says, let me stay and I'll be as fine and noble and courteous as the queen. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's like father's mouth twitched strangely. He doesn't like that one. Ned is yeah, doing vain kid face. <laughs> Ned says, like, we'll find you another match. And, uh... Somebody who's like good, and she's like, I don't want someone yeah. who's good. I want Joffrey. <laughs> Honey, please think about what you're saying. <laughs> then she says, uh, and then she, yeah. Oh, she says the epic lion. She says the thing. She says something, and Ned gets gets a big exclamation mark above his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, bong, bing, nani. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she's like, w I'm gonna give him uh, sons that are as brave as lions, and uh, and Arya's like, she, they would be stags, not lions. Brave as a wolf and proud as a lion, yeah, and she kind of forgets the stake in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she also said a son with golden hair. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like, oh wait, so like, who wins out in the, like... In the Tully versus, uh... I think it's mostly Tully, right? Yeah, most be Tully. of the Stark kids are Tully. 
I think the Tully seed is the strongest yeah. huh. in the fight. Well, we haven't yeah. seen a matchup yeah. between Tully and Baratheon. We gotta, we gotta see the Tully and Frey baby, honestly, because that Frey bloodline is pretty strong too. The seed we were talking, like he was actually talking about, was the tournament seeds, and we're having a big, <laughs> <laughs> having a tournament for hair color, which one wins out. So far, mac and cheese, Tully hairs. The winner, I think. Yeah, so Arya says he's a stag, not a lion, and uh, Sansa is like, she, he's nothing like that oaf, that shitty man. That yeah, old that drunken, drunken king. king. Yeah. <laughs> that sack of a man. <laughs> <laughs> something like that shit, Lord. <laughs> and then Ned swears. His, his swear here is just the word gods, so yeah. I think that that's his swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he swears softly here. He says gods very quietly. He's like, oh, should I, I said that in front of my kids. You can't take the gods' names in vain. But the old gods are nameless, so you can't actually take their names in vain. Checkmate, atheists. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes like a noise. <laughs> yeah. They sound like wind. That's their names. Ned makes a wind noise. Ned, yeah. Ned whistles. Ned goes whoosh. <laughs> Alright, so he says, like, alright, shit, I uh, just figured it out, uh, get out of here, I'm sending you away, back to thing, we'll talk again later, um, nothing bad will happen, and then, yeah, you're going on the boat, and you'll like it, and then Sansa's like, dang it, I hate this, and she gets really sad in that. My life is over, she thinks. Like. Yeah, Sansa's, <laughs> yeah, Sansa's fucking pissed again, and Arya's, like, trying to comfort her, but that's, like, not ever gonna make Sansa happy. Yeah, this part sucks. <laughs> It's so sad. I just wish, like, Meta talked to Sansa because, yeah, Arya again, she's trying to say, like, it'll be okay. Like, we're going to go see our family again. And she's like, and she says, we'll be with uh, Old Man and Hodor and the rest. (laughs) She name drops Old Man and Hodor. Yeah. (laughs) Sansa. She's like, Hodor? Are you really saying that to me right now? And then she says, you're just like Hodor, stupid and hairy and ugly. <laughs> oh, Epic owned. I hate it. I don't know. I don't really have any more thoughts about this except until we get to plot spoilers, so... I mean, it was it was mostly a recap for, like... Yeah, we still talked about it for 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, the one thing we didn't talk about is Sansa has, like, a wolf dream. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's very god. She, like, wakes up and she's still... Yeah, she thinks Lady is like there with her for a second. Mm. It sucks. It's very interesting to me that there's also literally the line in this uh, in this uh, chapter. Everyone knew that dreams were prophetic, and yeah, mm-hmm. George is looking looking right at me out of the page at this moment. <laughs> He's just giving a little wink. Yeah, like her fake her fake dream is you know Joffrey being a gallant man. That's what she wishes her dream was, but her real dreams are about wolves. Hmm, hmm. it's it's hmm. probably nothing. Does this mean anything? All right. So next chapter is Ned twelve, uh, and uh, yeah, and it opens with Grandmaster Pycelle saying, uh, "Pain is <laughs> weakness, leaving the body, bro. Let's go swole." <laughs> Ned is very sassy in this one. <laughs> Ned's kind of had enough. Yeah, Ned's reached his breaking point, I think. Ned's always been Ned's king of sass, though. Ned's about to have a huge gaming moment, yeah. He's always been. But now he's just really unleashing it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also very good that this is like, 
Pain, pain is good. Be thankful for it. Also, here's milk of the puppet if it gets too bad. Yeah. Uh, he says, sleep is the great healer, Paisel says, and he's like, I had hoped that was you. <laughs> and Paisel says, oh, good burn, my lord. Paisel yeah. <laughs> starts crying. I stand owned, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Epic clapback. <laughs> you, sir, just won the internet. <laughs> you, sir, are a gentleman and a... Sc- All right, anyway, I can't <laughs> utter those words anymore. Paisel then is like, oh, by the way, I thought you might want to know there was a <laughs> raven this morning. And uh, it says that Tywin is mad and that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't, Ned's just like, I don't give a fucking shit. Like, who cares? Tywin can be mad. I'll let Tywin be mad. Why don't you just be red and mad, Tywin? See if mm-hmm. I care. <laughs> like, what is this ploy? Like, so he's immediately Ty- thinks. Tywin rage posted. Yeah. He immediately, like, thinks, like, okay, this is Pycelle, like, I'm sure Cersei told her told him to say this and like I guess just to like gauge whether I'm scared or not and like that's mm-hmm. Cersei's plan here <laughs> like good plan <laughs> yeah yeah and he says like if if he if Tywin like steps to Robert we'll just fuck him up and there's nothing more he <laughs> he only likes the only thing he likes more than hunting is fucking up lords who defy him Alright, so what else happens? Ned drinks some honeyed wine. So he's like a bit drunk for this entire scene. <laughs> well, he's either like crying in pain from his leg or like a little sloshed. So he has to take yeah. the lesser. I feel like his, his leg throbbing with pain is a phrase that is written about 50 times in this three Ned chapters. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's George's secret special thing of like, you give someone an injury in like a... A way that's important, and then you can reference you the injury. <laughs> then you mention, you mention it, it every time. paragraph, and it makes it makes the reader think back to how it happened without George having to say like Lannisters are bad, Lannisters are bad, Lannisters are bad. We can just be yeah. like, oh, Ned's leg hurts, and we're like, oh, because Lannisters are bad. Well, it does it does explicitly say like every time his leg throbbed, he thought of Jory dying in his arms. So <laughs> yeah, he does. It says that a few times too. Yeah. <laughs> George is just introducing the concept in this one. And then later he'll give us some injuries without <laughs> explicit reasons and we'll have to do our we'll fly on our own wings then. Thanks, George. I hope you're ready for some hand injuries cuz there will be a few. <laughs> <laughs> there will there will be a big hand injury in a few chapters. Oh boy. So <laughs> Pesto leaves and Littlefinger comes in and he has the epic like joke about Try not to let horses fall on your leg, idiot. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not giving it to him, but that one was my favorite one that he did. (laughs) Like, oh, thank. Oh, shit. You're right. Damn. I didn't think of that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Fuck. Horses are best, I thought. (laughs) Not best on your leg, I guess. Yeah. That's the cultural difference, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if a horse falls you on you and you're a Dothraki, you're like, oh, thank you. You get strong up. <laughs> thank you, this is a blessing. horse. Yeah, it's like they, they get a small orgasm from it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. 
they get a, a good a good stat buff. <laughs> They're like, thank you. Yeah. This is a message from my gods. Um. <laughs> so yeah, he asks him like, how long do you think Robert is gonna stay and hunt? And he's like, until uh, the end of time or some shit. And then they say they found the white heart. They found the deer, but uh, some wolves got to it first. But some wolves found it first. Hmm. I wonder if this hmm. means anything. So then Robert was pissed, but then he heard that there was a boar, a monstrous boar, deeper in the forest. So um, nothing bad happens after that for him. They find the boar, and they go up to it, and they touch mm-hmm. it, and they do it no harm. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> 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 but, like, half of the people came back. Um, so the prince, uh, Balan Swan, the Royces, the hound... Um, who else? I think that's it. It says 20 others of the party. Others of the party. Hang on. Oh, Wait a second. What? <laughs> 20 others? <laughs> 20 good others. That does sound like a party to me. <laughs> They're just, what's the, what, what do they, the others lay it down to? <laughs> ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Snow Informer. <laughs> No. The Let It Go song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> and then Littlefinger says, like, oh, the hound is probably pissed at you for uh, killing Gregor instead of letting him do it or something. Epic Clegainball. Yeah. Yeah, Littlefinger says, what if Clegainball? <laughs> Little, Littlefinger's in the Reddit just being like, wow, can't wait to see Clegainball. <laughs> Yeah, Littlefinger's making lightsaber edits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he sees the book, and he's like, oh, looks like a boring book. Do you... Are... Fucking snooze fest, dumbass. <laughs> and then Ned's like, hmm, should I tell him? And then he, like, John Aaron was looking at it uh, whenever he died, and uh, Littlefinger's like, well... Uh, in that case, he must have been glad to have died. I'd rather die than read. Peter doesn't even respect reading. <laughs> then I have to start curses again. I'm telling you, he's he's unhinged, unhinged right now. Yeah, he's drunk and, and uh, drugged <laughs> out of his mind. He's, he's drunk, he's being sassy, he's cursing everywhere. I love this man. <laughs> he snapped, dude. He snapped. <laughs> Sicko mode. <laughs> <laughs> then he thinks about how like all the counselors suck and he could just replace them all is the thing he could probably just fire them all except for mm. renly maybe and like and i guess pycelle because they're the grand maesters supposed to be like appointed by the other maesters but he could just get rid of them yeah but uh, on the other hand who will who would he replace them with i mean he yeah. has pretty he much really no one with him yeah that, like Fat he would Tom. trust anymore yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So, like, that's how Littlefinger survived is, like, by building up these infrastructures mm. that only he understands so that he's indispensable. Mm. Um, Just make Arya master of coin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's at least as good as, as Braun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why wouldn't he make Sansa master of coin and then Arya master of whispers? Because... Because Arya says in the beginning, like of the book, that Sansa has no head for figures, but Arya oh, does. Shit. So. All right, you're right. Mm. Yeah, it, it was oh, seated. It was seated. Someone paid attention. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. 
<laughs> yeah, she's gonna become master of coin in next week. So yeah, then he thinks about how like the ship is in the harbor and uh, Santa and Aria will be leaving in three days, and also how he had a dream about Rhaegar's children, and how Lord Tywin had like presented the bodies wrapped up in red cloaks and he presented them to Robert and they were like very uh yeah they were dead and uh it was bad it was bad <laughs> that's like mm-hmm. let me think about my trauma okay yeah I've I've repressed it yet again we're good I can keep going yeah I don't know if we, like, explicitly mentioned it, but so Ned figured out through Santa's comment that uh, because of hair color, this means that uh, Cersei's children are not, are, like, are Jamie's, and they're not Robert's. And she she figures out that, he figures out that they're definitely not Robert's. I don't really know where he gets that they're Jamie's. <laughs> I think, like... Blonde. Like, they're blonde, but, like, why would your brain jump to, oh, the queen is fucking her brother rather than the queen is fucking any other blonde man? Yeah. He doesn't know any other blonde man. <laughs> I guess cause maybe because of Jamie's, I don't know, body language and stuff, maybe he could sort of sense something. <laughs> you got a body language <laughs> expert on CNN. You've got kind of twin fucking body language right there, bro. <laughs> Listen. Also, I guess he knows that someone tried to kill Bran. And it was the Lannisters, and so he's like, why would the Lannisters... It could just be Cersei, though. I'm saying it could just be Cersei. Yeah, yeah. no, I know, I get it, yeah. <laughs> we are. I'm trying to come up with Are you saying that Cersei just had them through immaculate conception? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying that, like, he thinks that this is a Lannister conspiracy covering it up, but it could just be a Cersei-Lannister conspiracy. Oh, it doesn't okay, have okay. to be a Cersei and Jaime conspiracy, yeah. Could have been Lancel. Could have been Moonboy, for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, so Catelyn, Catelyn, uh, whenever she was, like, having her brain blast, uh, she remembered that whenever Bran was pushed out the window, or, like, fell out of the tower, that the only people that didn't go on that hunt were Jamie yeah. and uh, even Tyrion went. So, like, Cersei and, and Jamie were, like, the only Lannister, like, they were only the only strangers, pretty much, that mm-hmm. were in the castle still. Yeah. But even that, I mean... Jamie, Jamie would stay behind as a king's guard. I mean, yeah, but. yeah, and like Bran doesn't have to have seen something; he could have just heard something or read something. Could have or... just fallen. So I think this is just like a hunch that Ned has, and whenever he confronts yeah. uh, Cersei later in the chapter, um, he like just says like, "Is it is it your brother?" And she's just like, "Yep." Ned just does an epic, like, ah, oh, you proved it to me by saying that it was true. Ned is a psychology master, and it's like, I bet Cersei would try to sleep with the male mirror image of herself, who is her twin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he figured it out. Ned read Lacan. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's it's the same with, like, uh, before when he was just calling out the, the people to to, uh, to hunt the mountain, that Jamie's just the, the only other person he knows the name of. <laughs> The only one yeah, left. Like, narratively, it has to be someone I've met already. Yeah. <laughs> who, like five who other is, people who, in this case. Who else is a named character? That's <laughs> yeah, he's flipping through his court record. Okay, we know it's yeah, not exactly. Robert. It's not me. <laughs> the only person who I haven't proved that it isn't is Jamie. If you eliminate everything that must be impossible. It is pretty weird. I mean, I guess the Targaryens do do their whole, like, state 
sanctioned incest, but it is still... It's literally just them. Like, the whole rest of the of the continent is like, we hate incest. If Unless you have a dragon, you better not be kissing your brother. Tywin married his cousin, right? Well, cousins is normal, I guess. Cousin, cousins is kosher. Cousins is, like, yeah, cousins borderline. Is typical. It's very, like, um... The Ptolemies, where they were like, from now on, all the kings marry their siblings, and that just became a thing. Yeah. So Ned is thinking about how, during the rebellion, like, all these children were killed, and it really sucked, and they were, like, you know, brutally murdered, and he doesn't want that to happen again, and that's, like, that's his thing. Save the kids. He's, he's like, thinking about how Robert, like, you know, he forgives enemies that he fights, like, on an open field on a in, like, an honorable way. But this is, like, this is something he could never forgive. And he thinks about how Robert has never forgiven Rhaegar. And he's like, yeah, Robert's going to kill. Yeah, and, like, at this point, Robert's still trying to kill Daenerys. So he would definitely try to kill Cersei's kids. Like, he's, he saw him hit Cersei in the face in front of him. Like, there's no mm-hmm. reason for him to think that he wouldn't have, like, terrible vengeance against Cersei for this. Because he hates being emasculated. Yeah, he hit her and he was just like, he was like, oh, whoops, I did that. Whoops, sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, honestly, Ned is right that he would, if mm. Robert found out about this, he would kill Cersei and the kids. Robert would go sicko mode. Like, yeah, definitely. He, yeah. This is his bells. Like, he would fucking go ape shit. I think he'd definitely kill Cersei. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure about the kids just because he knows them. I feel like he might imprison them and then maybe have them like done away with out of his sight possibly not publicly imprison your own children yeah <laughs> that's fun yeah i think you can do that in the crusader kings too much <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna lose like all of your reputation but you can do that i don't know it seems like you know they talk about like the children of incest are like abominations of god like i think that it would be kind of expected for him to kill them honestly We've, you know, Ned's heard Robert talk about Joffrey, like what he thinks of Joffrey. Like, he. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he would definitely. I don't know, like. I think Robert would be kind of like, oh, that it wasn't my fault that he turned out so bad. So, mm. like, he was. He was oh, yeah. doomed the because. Blame would be lifted. Yeah. Oh, thank God. It's it's not my fault. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. my seed. Yeah. <laughs> the way I raised them has nothing to do with it. All my children turned out great. I mean, they did, actually, most of them. His kids are pretty good. (laughs) All my children that I had very little contact with turned out great. Mm, Must be my good seed. He simply has a hands-off parenting style. (laughs) It's it's the nut, it's not the education. Yeah, Yeah. that's the modern uh, nurture versus nature. (laughs) (laughs) Can't spell nurture. nature without that all right first ned yeah he's saying like he has this duty he like has to tell robert he has to like get some justice here but also he wants to spare cersei and her kids he doesn't want to see them die it's like i don't know he doesn't explicitly explicitly say like this isn't their fault but um the kid's fault but i mean it's not Mm. like robert probably would kill anything robert would do to them would be fucked up like even if it was just like yeah, definitely imprisoning them or some shit i don't even know what he would do like i don't even want to think about it but he gets uh fat tom to help him to the god's wood and then he once they get there he uh gives him a letter that's like to cersei i guess and um sends him off with it and then he just like pretty much waits until dusk in the god's wood and it's it's really nice and peaceful 
for like a bit. Yeah, I liked that little part. Yeah. I like this whole scene, honestly. I really like this part a lot. It's pretty good. I mean, him in the Godswood, it's, I guess, you know, it's like in the one of the early Ned chapters where he's also sitting in the Godswood, mm. just sort of yeah, he's like mulling everything over. Sword. Also, the, yeah. the, f- the fake card tree, like the it's yeah. just an oak kind of. I'm so, so suspicious kind of not yeah. weirwood heart trees. Yeah. <laughs> even, even without the weirwood, he could still feel the presence of his gods. And his his leg didn't seem to hurt as much. I think that's the wine more than the gods. Yeah, <laughs> but it, he didn't. He was just wasted at this point. He didn't drink anymore, though. Uh, it would be wearing off by this point. He waits there for like hours. Maybe it's just sitting sitting yeah, quietly for sit a few hours that, that makes your leg better. Not running around makes <laughs> yeah. your leg hurt less. Yeah. No, must must be the gods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna you know. I, Next time I have like a bad headache, I just stand next to a church for a bit. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of church, yeah. Take a paracetamol, stand next to the church, and be like, "Ah, the gods are doing it." Whenever my coronavirus <laughs> k- kicks in, uh, I'll just go to church. <laughs> oh no, 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 church. no, no! Don't do that. Yeah, don't hopefully do that. nobody else has the same idea. I know it's empty, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Cersei shows up. Um, and she's she comes at sunset as the clouds redden. Hmm. It's a little suspicious. Mm. It might mean something to me. Whenever anything Not is red, me. I'm like, ah, oh, it's red. Okay, this is important. <laughs> I, I see the red color red, and I rotate it in my brain somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do. So then, yeah. So she's like dressed simply, and her face is like still yellowed and from being slapped and. Uh, yeah, she's she's red, green, and yellow, like a tree changing colors. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That's just what I am thinking. I can see it. <laughs> Ned, Ned also thinks about how she's hot. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, wow, that's yeah. enough. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I'm, I'm just going to have to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, why here? And he says, so the gods can see. And she sits down. Mm-hmm. And Ned's like... Damn, she she can move. Cersei, she can really move. <laughs> he says, <laughs> <laughs> "She got the moves like Cersei." <laughs> he says, "I know the truth that John Aaron died for," and she's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, he touches her face and is like, "Has he's he done this before?" And she's like, "Yeah, but not on the face because Jamie would have killed him." Uh, my brother is worth a hundred of your friend, so I don't know if that's what makes Ned go, "Ah, your brother or your lover." Yeah, I can't tell if he already had that line planned out in his brain palace, or if he was just like, oh, here's someone that she actually does like. He doesn't sound surprised. He's not like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, you're you're fucking him, right? And Cersei says, yeah, I am fucking him. <laughs> she's like, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then she details it how she's fucking She, like, him. goes into this whole diatribe about Targaryens keeping bloodlines pure and stuff, and how we shared a womb, and he was holding my foot, and, like, we're one person in two bodies, and, like, as soon as she's challenged on this thing, and, like, somebody says, like, hey, this might be fucked up, she's like, no, it isn't! Well, I mean, her, I think her and Jamie talk about it like this all the time. Yeah, they? probably. Because they, I think they do later. Yeah, they. I mean, they're like constantly justifying it to themselves, basically. Yeah, exactly. She's like uh, normal relationship, Yowie relationship, <laughs> Yuri relationship, incest relationship. I see no difference. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> don't make don't make Ed Elric responsible for this. <laughs> and he says, you know, all three are Jamie's and she says, Thank the god. Mm-hmm. The gods are here, and they said thumbs up on this one. Oh, and we skipped the part where um, Ned's like, well, did you guys try to kill Bran because of this? Mm. And Cersei's like, yeah, I did it to protect my kids, and you would do the same mm. for some kid you didn't know versus your real kids. And Ned's like, fuck, she got me there. Yeah, and he's like, what would Catelyn do if it was Jon's life again yeah. for the children of her That body? line is so, like... Don't listen. Don't listen if you're not wanting to be spoiled. But people online who are like, "John is Ned's kid." Read this line. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. He said, "The lives of Spoilers. some child that I knew versus the five kids that are mine." Another sentence. And what about John? <laughs> Spoilers. I mean, it's in the, it's in the context. Of what what would Caitlin do if it yeah. were uh, John against her yeah. children? Yeah, there's like so. the tiniest bit of doubt or whatever. Mm. Whatever. Whatever. So then Ned, like, talks about that book and how, like, every time he looked at a coupling of uh, Lannister and Baratheon, they came out uh, with black hair. Does the genealogy book go into, like, their stats? They're like, it seems he has like blonde it hair and blue eyes I saw as I looked at myself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it did so in the show version. I remember that he was, like, reading and it always said... Blonde of hair or brown of Dexterity hair. Dexterity 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, strength 14. <laughs> constitution. I also like the description now. Unfortunately, this child died in infancy, so I can't fully celebrate the description, but apparently um, the one marriage between Lannister and Gowan Baratheon had, uh, had a child who was described as a large and lusty lad born with a full head yeah. of black It hair. just came out, like, mm-hmm. as Robert, like a 30-year-old Robert. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a really small A, a ripped baby. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Robert ever read a book and he saw a large and lusty lad, he would say, hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that term lusty is just like... No, I know, but... It's very vigorous. A lust for life. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it was a big, healthy baby. And also it had black hair. Just the world's strongest child, but it died. <laughs> but it did die. Too strong for this world. <laughs> too, just too built for this mortal realm. Large and Lost Delet would have been a very good nickname for the week. I thought about it. Oh, I'll admit it. So then Cersei says, like, I uh, give him hand job. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that. <laughs> yeah. She does say that. Do you think Ned knows what that is? No, nah, no, not only. Uh, <laughs> no, because she just says, "I have my ways to pleasure him," yeah. and Ned just has a huge cast question mark over his yeah. head. <laughs> Ned does not know what sex is, despite having had sex a million times. Ned says, "Oh, he doesn't know." He blacks out. No, Ned says, "Oh, she pulls out the strap." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cersei pegs, and that's all you got to know about that. That's all you got to know about Cersei. <laughs> That's all you gotta know about Cersei is that she honestly it does. She'll pack anyone about Cersei. <laughs> but yeah, Cersei had a, a moon juice drink. Yeah, yeah. And Ned asked her like a thousand other women might have loved him with all their hearts. Uh, what did he do to make you hate him? Sucks. And yeah, be him. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Would they? Well, he he means like when they first got married, which is a yeah. fair yeah. question. Yeah. Hmm. And then her eyes burned, green fire in the dusk. Like the lioness, yes. Oh, it's such a good line. 
Damn. Like green fire, you say? Yeah. <laughs> the normal color that that's, fire that's is weird. sometimes. Yeah. Just a regular yeah. green fire. Mm-hmm. And then she tells him about how well, the first time they slept together on their wedding night, he was, like, completely hammered, and he said he, like, whispered Liana instead of, uh... Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Ned, Ned doesn't like it. Ned does not like it. <laughs> no. Ned thinks of roses, and he's like, I don't know which of you Ned. I pity most. And I'm like, Cersei. He wanted to weep. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, then he's like, you know what I gotta do. And she's like, what do you mean? Let's uh, just forget all of this uh, and we can... Porn, porn music starts playing. Yeah, she's like... Cersei, Cersei's like friends to... Uh, enemies to friends to lovers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> enemies to lovers speed run. <laughs> no friends. Yeah. And then <laughs> Ned says, Did you make the same offer to John Aaron? <laughs> she, she just See, him. that's some of that Ned Stark sass. Yeah. He can't control it. He's become Tyrion. He's he's always been a sassy boy. <laughs> like don't you remember Usually he just thinks it though. Yeah, he doesn't say it out loud. I mean, probably. in the crypts in the like first, you know, three chapters or whatever with Robert, he's like, Robert's like, you could laugh more, and he's like, oh, it's too cold to laugh. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Ned would never say fuck. How dare you? <laughs> Heck you. <laughs> doesn't it kind of imply that uh, Cersei thinks that uh, that uh, Ned is hot? Because Ooh. otherwise, th- this wouldn't be. Like I don't uh, think so. It's it's a no, fair question from no, no. Ned, she's, right? she's like I could teach you many things. No. <laughs> Have you heard of begging Ned Stark? <laughs> Cersei's like, oh shit, I'm backed in a corner. Time to pull out my one single card. Do you want to? Yeah. Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ned is hot, but Cersei doesn't have like shoot. <laughs> but Cersei doesn't. Cersei doesn't realize his his inner beauty. <laughs> it's like. It's Tyrion, Cersei, and Jaime, and it's just, I'm going to use money, I'm going to hit you with my sword, yeah. and would you like to fuck? And that's, yeah. like, all their strategies. <laughs> and Tywin is just shaking his head now. I've taught these children nothing. <laughs> You're supposed to kill their small folk, idiot. I mean, Tywin used all of these, right? Yeah, Tywin can do all three. That's why he's doing so well. <laughs> he's like Exodia when you put them together. Yeah. Are they like Voltron or some shit? Like the Power Rangers, yeah. yeah. Tywin is like putting his his hand on someone's thigh a little too high. <laughs> and Cersei's taking notes. Oh, God. <laughs> uh... He was like trying to intimidate someone, and she was like, "Oh, he's being horny about it." I'll use this for later. <laughs> These are the same to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she slaps him, and uh, Ned uh, says, "I shall wear that as a badge of honor," which is the callback. Ned does mm. epic callback face. Yeah, it's a little problematic. Yeah, it's not really the it's same thing callback. here, Ned. Yeah, Ned's like you getting offended when I'm sort of threatening you is the same as your spousal abuse. Yeah, like, Cersei, like, flew across the room and Ned's just, like, he just gets slapped. 
Yeah. And Ned gets Ned gets owned for his honor again. This has happened mm-hmm. a lot of times where Ned is like, I'm a perfect honorable man and I won't do oh. a bad thing. And then someone's like, well, you fucked once, so what about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she goes on this diatribe about, like, uh, you're not better than me. And then what's the difference between you and me and Jamie and Robert? And he says, for a start, I don't kill children, and you better get the fuck out of here because I'm trying to save your kids. Like, I gotta tell Robert, but you guys don't have to die for it. Um, and she says, uh, that sounds shitty. I don't want to run away and go into exile. Yeah. And he's like, uh, do you remember what your father did to Rhaegar's children? Like, remember that? I do all the Remember? time. Yeah, all the time. I close my eyes and see it. Doesn't that happen to you too? I clench my fist and beat it. Um. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't remember, right? Because she no, wasn't she in King's was Landing like when it happened. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, can't. I, I liked that death group joke I just made. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very good. I heard it while I was saying it. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, yeah, then she says, like, uh, Jamie told me about whenever you, like, confronted him in the throne room, you could have taken all the power and you fucked up. And he's like, actually, I've fucked up a bunch of times, but not that time. Actually, I fuck up all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Checkmate, Cersei. (laughs) And, yeah, she's like, she says the epic line. She says... Th- thrones thrones you know. winning thrones plants etc mm-hmm. she says when you sing the song of ice and fire you you sing you skip <laughs> you babies or you puppies <laughs> <laughs> you sing or you die dude you either sing or you die there are no middle sliders yeah this is there's an interesting no actually damn because the transition between the two chapters is really good because it ends with the stars were coming out, so it's literally like a star wipe. <laughs> <laughs> the show should have had star wipes. That would have been that would have been good. But I just want to point out that uh, Amazon wants me to buy, like, based on this chapter, <laughs> uh, uh, Peter Baelish Funko Pop for forty eight dollars, <laughs> and the Taiwan Funko Pop for fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, uh, Lannister is worth more, dude. <laughs> I was gonna say, sorry, sorry. $2, yeah, for Lannister is worth more. Oh. Thanks, Funko Pops. And they both look like almost exactly the same. Yeah, I'm sure they look like shit. Just the beard has slightly different different color. Who in the world buys, like, Funko Pops of these characters? Who buys Funko Pops? Who buys Funko Pops? Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I do own an incredibly cursed big mouth Funko Pop that my friend bought me. <laughs> yeah, also I just clicked on the next uh, chapter and there's a Jorah Funko Pop. Ooh. This one's yeah, only for $30, so he's not that popular, I guess. Okay, so Danny eats a heart. Uh, it's tasty. She eats a horse heart. She, she's been training for this. She's been running up the <laughs> stairs. She's ready to eat this horse heart. <laughs> <laughs> Danny did her, her Rocky training montage, and she's yeah. jumping at the top just, of the stairs with the horse flesh in her mouth, and <laughs> just Eerie and G-Queer clapping for her. 
She's just like cracking, cracking raw eggs into a cup, except they're just like fertilized eggs. She's it's, just slurping down. It's caught in board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just very good to to like feed your pregnant woman raw flesh. Mm-hmm. It's full of iron. That's very it's good best, idea. All right. <laughs> yeah. well, so is this best. is the best yeah. of the best. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't get better than this. Horse is already best, and the heart is the best part. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't have vitamins. They killed that horse right there. This is the freshest horse heart known to man. <laughs> yeah, and you will eat. They don't it have now. vitamins. They don't have iron supplements, and they don't have folic acid. So yeah, you just I mean, gotta honestly. You just gotta have a horse's heart. Yeah, it does have that stuff in it. Like if I'm being a scientist right now, I think that you should eat the horse heart. <laughs> Pretty tasty. <laughs> Maybe cook it first, but you know. Nah. No accounting for taste. Uh, that wouldn't be very so. epic. It's That's good for true. her gut biome. It's like eating a raw egg, I guess, for bodybuilders. But she has been training, and so she successfully eats this horse herd. Yeah, uh, so this is like a ceremony for uh, Khaleesi's that uh, are pregnant. They like have to eat this thing, <laughs> and if they don't, then it'll... If they can't eat the whole heart, then the baby has like bad omens and it might be sickly or like small or a woman <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> me too same <laughs> that was one i did consider that was one nickname weak deformed or female, <laughs> female. <laughs> um so yeah she's like she eats this horse heart and uh she looks at she looks at carl drogo a lot in this chapter yeah um She's looking at him now as as she eats it, and he's sort of a bit he's a bit proud of what mm. she's done. And it also makes him horny, as we learn later. Called Drogo yeah. become wife guy. That, that that's a very specific <laughs> fetish, like yeah. women yeah. eating, eating, eating raw heart. hearts. I don't think that's yeah. it's <laughs> hard to find content of it online. I must say that's yeah. like a commission piece. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope it's a rare fetish. <laughs> <laughs> they also have to be pregnant. It's probably too, pretty though. common under Dothraki. Yeah, true. Yeah, Ooh, pregnant that, women. That's, eat hot. that's niche. Yeah. It's um, it's like the guy who commissions pictures of uh, <laughs> women buying <laughs> <one to> bread. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is so cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Danny, her face and hands are all bloody, and uh, she finally eats the last of it, and uh, she yells in Dothraki that a prince rides inside me, and... Um, oh, you're not going to say it in Dothraki? No, I'm not going uh, <laughs> to... Kalaka Dothre Mrahana. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's the Welsh. I, th- I always think it's really interesting <laughs> when he like shows us the like parts of the language so that we can try to make some translations. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like so like Dothre mm. is like ride. So like Dothraki are like riders, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat. That's not very creative. I think it's neat. And then Kalaka, I guess that's like Khaleesi or Kal. It's where prince. It's like yeah, Kal yeah. is king basically. So yeah. like Kalaka is like a baby prince. So then all the. All the Dash Kaleen are all the ha- are the hanging around and they're watching and there's the oldest one that has a single eye, a single black eye, and she. Well, I wonder if this new there. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if she has a thousand eyes in one. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So they're like chanting. Uh, 
that about the baby um and mm-hmm. there's a war horn that sounds a single long note and then they chant and then we get that line about their their withered dugs <laughs> mm-hmm. they sway back and forth shiny with oil yeah. and sweat. i didn't i don't know mm-hmm. i never like saw those as like ew how gross i thought it was just like a that's just a... They're just old ladies. Descriptive. That's just how old ladies be. It's just how it is. They're just chilling. They're being body positive and letting their... Their dugs... <laughs> body positive. <laughs> letting yeah. it hang. I've never heard the word dugs before. I, I literally had to look it up. <laughs> oh, no, I've, that's, I know. I've, I've that, heard no, of that's dugs. Not, yeah. That's not vocabulary you learn in school. <laughs> Acquainted with dugs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, also, there's a difference... Because I always, like, imagine the show... The scene for this in the show is, like, pretty good, but um, the one thing about it is that in the books, it's, like, they're under the open sky. They're not inside any tent. They're just, like... They're under the mountain, uh, the yeah. mother, uh, bleh, the mother of mountains, out yeah. in the open, you know, because you're supposed to do important things under the stars. Yeah, she talks about how the Dothraki believe the stars are horses made of fire, and they gallop across the sky. Wait, do we get the prophecy next? Yeah, the oldest crone. She opens her eye after like looking into the future. Yeah, she so she tells about like how this prince is gonna be the the stallion that mounts the world, and she, he's gonna fuck everything up, and all the everybody's gonna follow him, and he's gonna conquer the entire fucking world and rape everybody and uh, and destroy everything, I guess. But it, somehow this is a good mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. The Dothraki say this is epic. But yeah, I mean, the crone herself is like looking at, at like. Yeah, she's scared. She doesn't like. Yeah, it. she's like terrified. Yeah, Danny says she'll. She's gonna name him Rago, after her brother. Then they like they leave. There she they go to the womb of the world, the lake, and Danny takes a bath, um, and washes all the blood off of her. And there's a interesting line that probably means nothing about the moon it, like reflection uh, shattering and reforming. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, the moon shatters and reforms directly after Drogo calls her a moon. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, they, uh, Danny, or Drogo gets horny again and he, like, yeah. <laughs> they just fuck right there. Uh, it's kind of weird, but at least it's, like, more consensual now, I guess. Yeah, and he ends in three strokes. Yeah, so it's, it's really, it's it just described. sucks. <laughs> it finishes real quick. Um, so at least it's over quickly, I guess. He's got places to yeah. be. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This is weird. Again, it says, as he might lift a child, which... Yeah. Cool, yeah. thank you. George is mm-hmm. nice to remind us, but also you didn't have to do this, George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're writing it, George. <laughs> George, you're the one who did this. You can't blame George is like, I'm star. sorry, I'm trying to stop, but I can't. Yeah. I lost my backspace. no edits only forward (laughs) uh so they go to the like big big uh house thing that's like the 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 snack hall the roof the roofless tent yeah i don't know what to call it it's like a wooden they call it like a great hall don't they yeah yeah okay they go there and then um they're like a bunch of people are already waiting there, and they're all chanting, like, the stallion that mounts the world to her, and, um... They're all, like, nice they tits. They sit down, and they start to eat, and she calls, uh, Jorah over here, and, uh, he tells her a little bit about what the stallion is. 
And yeah, Jordan knows a lot about Dothraki culture. Yeah, I wonder if he's been hanging around with them before this or what. But I guess he's been hanging out with them a lot because they like him. There's like a line about the Dothraki esteem his prowess with a sword. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they're like, go white boy, go. <laughs> <laughs> Go milkman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess he must be like training with them most of the time, right? Like uh, most days. I guess he's just chilling I mean, with them. I guess, I guess they're the uh, only ones who like don't care about his slavery past. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, a lot of people in the free cities do slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he tells her about how the stallion of the Matsu world is like going to unite all the Dothraki, and all the world will be. All the people will be his herd, and it kind of sounds pretty bad. I don't know. Sounds like carnage and bad stuff. I mean, it's also kind of like the same as what the first Aegon did, right? Like, he united the Seven Kingdoms with a bunch of murder. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm trying to find, like, the exact words that he, he says. Yeah, okay. The stallion is the cowl of cows, promised in ancient prophecy. He will unite the Dothraki into a single Kalasar and ride to the ends of the earth, or so it was promised. Okay. I mean... Mm-hmm. A promised prince. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> that is interesting. I just like the alliteration. I don't have more to say about it. Yeah, and then <laughs> she's like, where's, where's Viserys? And he's like, oh, he's buying wine. Again. Yeah, Viserys is epic moping. Yeah. <laughs> Viserys is the he, third person who's in their room with their face in the pillow. He refuses to drink the horse milk that's, like, been I would fermented. not drink this horse milk. It sounds so nasty. I'd drink it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't drink it either. I would try it. It's but good to I wash down I the taste not. of horse heart. Danny yeah. says it smells so bad she thinks it'll make her puke. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like chunky milk, isn't it? It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah. clotted. I don't know how they make it. Alcoholic. It's old buttermilk or something like that. I, I assume. Yeah. It's a refined taste. Where was it? I think it was somewhere in Nigeria. There's like um, you have like cow's milk, cow's blood, and uh. I think you ferment it, and it's like a protein drink. But you take the blood without killing the cow, so it's like a sort of renewable, okay. renewable protein shake, mm. basically. All right. But what about that makes it alcohol? You ferment it, so because it's got sugars yeah. in it, and um, oh, if you leave it, then okay. it should just become yeah. alcohol. So it becomes mm. alcohol, and I think they put but yeast it in it. Doesn't go bad. No, I mean it depends what you mean by bad. That's like that mm. is it going okay. bad, basically. Okay, I don't understand. I mean, you can okay. you can drink you can drink milk that's off. Yeah. And not get sick unless it's just the taste that makes you sick because okay, okay. Um, it depends on the bacteria. I mean, I pasteurizing yeah. milk, like, actually, once pasteurized milk goes bad, like, the only stuff that survives the fr- the pasteurization is, like, the worst bacteria for you. And, like, that's the stuff that grows. Yeah. And finally, if you don't pasteurize it, that stuff can't grow as much because it doesn't have enough. Like, it's being outcompeted, basically, by the other stuff that. I'm learning, I'm learning. So, right. like,. Okay, I'm writing this down. We will all drink <laughs> clotted milk for the rest of the uh, we'll, we'll clink our glasses together. <laughs> Cheers to that. Anyway, yeah, Viserys, does anything happen before he shows up? Uh, Jorah is like, he was trying to steal your eggs, queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I find it interesting that there are other cows at this feast. 
So yeah. I wonder what the what the protocol is like. Every protocol, protocol. like does <laughs> like every every car when when his Kalista gets pregnant, then she manages to to eat the whole heart. Like, do they assume that this is gonna be the prince that pro was promised? And no, I think she got this whole the, thing. The old or? lady got this specific prophecy for this specific okay. prince. Mm. Yeah. Is my understanding because okay. it's like it's the same as like the Zora High prophecy. Like they've had this prophecy for a mm. long time, and now there's finally yeah. one where they're like, "Here he is. We found him, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen." We got so these other cars, these other cars <laughs> would would follow him, or would he still have to I think just conquer them? Or he would yeah. probably have to conquer them. Yeah, I maybe. think. Yeah. yeah, I'd just like to point out that the other cars are Carl Ogo mm -hmm. and mm. his son Fogo. <laughs> <laughs> And These then just Kai Jomo. Oh, they are Hobbit names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty good. Wait, and they make little, like, holes in the ground to live in, too. Hang mm -hmm. on a second. Dothraki Edge is a Hobbit. Except they're big. <laughs> big Hobbits. Yeah, big Hobbits and with horses. they are hairy on their They are hairy. Feet. They're hairy. <laughs> this is all coming together. I mean, we don't know that Hobbits... Hobbits are small in comparison to other people... In the middle uh -huh. earth. Oh, we don't know how if everyone else is just big. Gandalf is. <laughs> <laughs> Gandalf is 20 feet tall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright, so Viserys shows up and he's super drunk and he's like, Where is my sister? I've come for the feast. Ba -ba -ba. No one can hide from the dragon or, so, or the whore can't hide from the dragon. Nice, Viserys. Viserys does not respect women and is punished mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's that's what he's, he's racist for. and he's sexist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drogo says women's rights. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what he's he a, loves he's to the say. foremost feminist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, among the Dothraki, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't respect women. Well, he respects women if they can eat the whole horse's heart. Mm. Mm. I mean, me too. <laughs> me too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a whole horse's heart, I would give her nothing but respect. Viserys also has a sword on him, which, uh, that's bad news. Yeah, where did he get yeah. that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is his sword. Yeah, it's his sword. He got it at the beginning from, um, what's his name, you know? Yeah, from uh, Illyria. But did he not, like, did he not, like, go through the TSA when they came in the city? Like, everyone was, like, giving up all their weapons. They are, they're on an honor system here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has no honor. Like, nobody would would be stupid enough to carry a sword, mm. usually. <laughs> Here comes somebody stupid enough. Yeah. <laughs> His boots squeak as he walks in, and... Uh, he just looks like shit. <laughs> and, yeah, everybody is, like, hissing and, and shouting and cursing at him, <laughs> and he's just like, oh, this is fine, they like me. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> These are cheers, I think. <laughs> and Danny is like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, oh no. Oops. Uh-oh. Oh, oops. Uops. And she tells Jorah to go oops. and, like, get him to fucking, like, just bring him here and stop him from being an idiot. Like, Viserys can have anything he wants if he gets rid of his sword right now immediately. Yeah, so mm -hmm. then... Uh, Drogo says that you should go sit in the corner like a fucking idiot and... Go put on this dunce cap, dummy. Yeah. Viserys is like, that's not a place for a king. Count Drogo's like, it's a, mm. it's the place for the sorefoot king. 
Mm-hmm. And he says it in common, and which I thought claps. was a, a kind of dope clap. Yeah. yeah. Bring a cart. <laughs> Bring a cart for the yeah. cart king. Cart for Sawford King. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Viserys is so bad at reading the room. <laughs> yeah. He's, he doesn't even yeah. know that there is a room. I mean, he's deranged. Yeah. He's like, this isn't a room, yeah, there's uh... no ceiling. <laughs> We're outside right now, this doesn't count. <laughs> Listen, is, is, the, is the roofless tent a room? That's the real question. He's confused because he, he went inside, but there is no roof, so he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> what is this sorcery? I'm still outside. <laughs> We, we we need to get Brooks on for this discussion of what the rumor what is. He'll call it. We'll we'll get his letter in the mail. Jorah tries to get him under control, and they and he like throws him to the ground. And Viserys is like uh, pulls out his sword. And at this point, Viserys is fucked. Like he, it, yeah, I can't even say at this point he realized that he fucked up because he didn't. He like no. <laughs> Uh, and she finally, Danny like screams and it makes Viserys look at her and she, he finally starts walking over to her and finally sees her and, uh, he's like, oh, they can't spill blood here, but I can cause I'm special. And, uh, she, he points the blade at her and like pokes it into her belly and like threatens to cut out her baby, uh, if Drogo doesn't give him... Uh, the army he promised it is bad Jiqui is like refusing she's really scared to translate because for Drogo because she's afraid of uh, like saying what he said and mm-hmm. so Danny that she would she would get punished just for just for saying yeah. it yeah yeah kind of just translating it because it's bad so Danny does and she's like worried that she can't explain it clearly enough, but she gets the message across. Yeah, and she's already started referring to him as the, um, as soon as he threatens her child, she starts calling him the man who'd once been her mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cal Drago steps down. He lost, he absolutely lost it, Uncle Paul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Paul zero. Yeah, big yeah. loser. <laughs> Disqualified Uncle from Uncle Paul. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess we're gonna talk about it more uh, next chapter. But, like, I don't think Renly has a great showing this week, uncle-wise. <laughs> we'll, we'll get but, there. But, we'll like, get there. he kind of wins by default. For sure. we'll, we'll get there. But, mm. but Viserys is definitely worst uncle. He's definitely worse. He's the lesser of two evils. Lesser of two uncles. <laughs> it is kind of an interesting parallel, though, because they're basically trying to do the same. So, like, they're both trying to steal kids away from their mothers in order to get power. No, this is not the same. It's a little bit similar. Don't even try this with me. Don't even try this. With me. I will talk about it. All right. So, uh, yeah, Drago steps down and he says some commands in Dothraki, and Viserys asks him, asks Danny, like, what he say. And she says, he'll give you a splendid golden crown that men shall tremble to behold. Hmm. And, and he does. And he does. And Viserys is so happy about this. Yeah, Viserys, uh... Yeah, it says, like, that, that was the saddest thing, the thing that tore after, and at her afterward, the way he smiled. Mm. Yeah. 
Oh, Viserys. Kind of a mixed bag here. I feel... Oh, Viserys. <laughs> it's a mixed bag of, like, one M&M and 50 razor blades. <laughs> yeah, they make him a special stew in the stew pot. Yes, and it's very delicious. Yeah. They grab him, they, like, mm. break his fucking arm and the sword drops out of yeah. his hand and... Uh, yeah, Kaljogo takes off his solid gold belt and throws it into a, a pot over the fire and it melts it. It's like science side of Tumblr that I, I'm pretty sure wouldn't work to just melt gold in a pot over fire. Uh, I was like kind that. of wondering I about mean, this. Gold is it's really got a pretty, malleable. Or yeah. it would take very long. It's got long. a pretty low temperature melting yeah. point, I think. Yeah, it does. Compared okay. to other metals, at least. I'll give, I'll give George the blue check mark on this one. This one checks out. <laughs> I'll give him it for uh, making Cal Drogo wear oven mitts. That's cute. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a cute image. <laughs> My epic horse lord king is wearing his oven mitts. <laughs> He's baking Danny a uh, brother. Yeah. And... <laughs> 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 yeah, so the gold melts... Uh, Viserys is yelling and he's like you can't touch me I'm the dragon and I'll have a crown and Kaljogo no he's not really being mean about it anymore he's like crying like a baby and whimpering like a dog and he says please Danny tell them Jorah tries to get Danny to look away and she says no it says um, Viserys began to scream the high wordless scream of the coward facing death Yeah, Mm -hmm. which Hush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Danny does not like him anymore for this part. No, he's about to have molten gold like poured on his head. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry he's afraid. Viserys who? I don't know him. <laughs> he's dead to me and everyone else. Yeah. Viserys <laughs> is finally cancelled. He's <laughs> dead to her like a minute before he's dead to everyone. Yeah, so Khal Drogo... Uh, dumps the pot over his head and um, of molten gold pours off onto his head and he dies and he screams and he said it says um, the sound Viserys Targaryen made when that hideous iron helmet covered his face was like nothing human ugh eww mm. yet no drop of blood yeah, was that's spilled that's then Danny says fire cannot kill a dragon well it can. And we but, go, oh, uh, she's so <laughs> I mean, it wasn't fire, Danny. It was molten gold. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think what molten gold could kill a dragon. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Nah. I mean, actually, now I'm thinking about the uh, the Hobbit part too. Oh. Oh my uh-huh. god. Where they melt all that gold and then they pour it, and the dragon just that like flies out. So. so. F- Fucking stupid! God damn it! <laughs> I hated that shit. Oh my god! Mm, it's a good movie, um, but it does prove yeah, that actually yeah. dragons are fine when molten gold. I, I couldn't call it a good movie. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. Like, what can? How can you not like it? Yeah, five stars from me. Five bags of popcorn. Five Benedicts out of five. All right, we have one more chapter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ed- Eddard is walking in the crypts in Winterfell, um, so I guess he teleported there. He went home. He's back. Um, yeah. Yay. yeah he's, he's doing fine. He's home. He's fine. Uh, yeah, it's all good. What a fun adventure he's had. He's just in a tomb. Interesting. 
and then he yeah he gets to uh, where his father and brother and sister statues are and uh lana says promise me ned and her statue has uh a garland of pale blue roses and her eyes wept blood hmm nothing means nothing dreams famously mean nothing just some nice symmetry (laughs) without deeper meaning again uh yeah so he wakes up um he gets out of bed and answers the door naked (laughs) it's the king's story ned sleeps naked confirmed (laughs) I mean, I guess yeah. he has been complaining about how hot it is at Red Cube. Cat mm-hmm. and Ed are just freaks, honestly. Yeah, he opens the door, and Fat Tom is there, and Kane, and uh, the King's steward, and unnamed steward. I didn't like that. I wanted his name. Uh, well, let's come up with one. Maybe like his name is Chris, but it's like Q R Y S. I was going to say Nicholas, but with, like, five Ys. He says that the king, his grace the king, commands your presence at once. And that says, let me put my fucking pants on, dude. It would have been very funny if it just went there news. So. <laughs> I came as fast as I could, my lord. Yeah. Robert had probably seen his dick, right? He's yeah. absolutely oh, yeah, definitely. seen his dick. They played around. They go to the um, Maker's Hold Fast. They pass by three of the Kingsguard. I wrote in my notes back. here that Ned is doing his own mythological math here. He's like, oh, three white cloaks, just like before. <laughs> yeah. So he like goes into the uh, the King's chambers and he hears like Robert's voice. like, And it sounds kind of weird. And he goes in there and what a, what a scene that he finds. Everyone is just all in a tizzy. Gosh. This is a scene. This is like one of those ones that gets you. It's like, yeah, Robert's like, he's got a blanket over him, but it's really hot. And they've got fires like fucking going. Cersei's there and she looks like uh, like she just woke up except for her eyes. Uh, Renly is like got his cloak that's covered in blood and like Barristan, I think, probably has blood on him too. Robert's feet uh, still have boots on and they're sticking out the bottom of the blankets and they're covered in mud and stuff. Yeah, it's like a tableau. It's very like, I can mm. see it as like a Renaissance yeah. painting or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, there's like his doublet on the floor that's like cut open and it's covered in blood and it's really smoky and bloody and deathy. The king's face is as pale as milk. And he says, come closer. Come closer, Ned. Let me smell you. <laughs> Let me get that good Ned whiff. I want to see you with my own eyes one last time. <laughs> Ned, like, can't even... He can barely ask, like, what the fuck happened. And Renly says there was a boar. And the king says a devil. And he says I was too drunk and I uh, missed my spear thrust and I got gored. But I still killed him. That's that's so Robert to be like. But I, I still killed him. Apparently, the way uh, Robert does hunting, because when I imagine hunting, it's like people go into the forest, they uh, take their guns with them, and they shoot at the animals from mm. afar, yeah. and like they never get in any actual mm. danger. But the way Robert does is does it is that he walks up to the boar. 
and the, when the boar charges at him, he just slashes at him and kills him. I think that was was a thing like hunting boar with uh, with I think a spear. That's how you're yeah. supposed to kill boar. That maybe. is how. Yeah, you do arrows. Yeah. Uh, even like bodkin arrows. Uh, boars have like really goddamn thick skin and skulls, so like there's mm. not really any place that you can. Yeah, like even even with a gun, like if you shoot at the boar, like head on, the the bullet might deflect from from their skull. That's a thing. That's like, crazy. Uh, uh, uncle of mine is a, is a hunter, and even you're hunting boar, like you have to take like a sidearm with you with a, a bigger caliber than your your hunting rifle has because. Your hunting rifle might not be strong enough. Just don't go hunting. <laughs> yeah, that's also a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's like whenever they talk about a boar spear, it's like it's almost like a trident with like it has like prongs on the outside, so that because the boar, if it doesn't have those, it'll still like you stab it and it just keeps going forward. It doesn't like give a shit, and it can still kill you yeah. even with your spear all the way through it. There's even some. Something that like you can uh, you can fixate the, the the spear in the ground so that you're not uh, driven back by the boar or something mm. like that. I think. Yeah. The way that I can relate to this is uh, in Dark Souls, <laughs> and uh, I think Undead Parish. There's that like boar made out of metal or something. Mm. We were missing a Dark Souls reference for this episode. And it really kills you instantly. <laughs> yeah. He didn't roll away from the boar fast enough. He <laughs> was too encumbered. So yeah, Ned he lifts the blanket and whew, boy, some some bad stuff. He's like one hundred percent opened up from groin to nipple. He is hot dog style. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, he literally is like a like a hot dog that you throw in a deep fryer and it rips open. <laughs> Robert is like smells pretty bad, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's all my poop in there. <laughs> it's like that's the insides coming out. It's pretty bad. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Uh-oh. Ooh, uh He talks about how he's, he he killed the boar, he got his knife into its eye. Uh even with all my guts spilling yeah. out. But Renly confirms. Renly's like, I was there, I saw it, he did. Yeah. He saw it. We all clapped. It's true. <laughs> Renly's like blown away. He's like, Holy shit, dude. My brother's so epic. He's also epically dead. <laughs> he's epic dying. He's dying, but it was so cool when he killed that boar. Yeah, Robert gets him on to leave, and Pycelle's like, Your grace, drink more opium. Get out. We hate you. When are we canceling Pycelle? <laughs> Pycelle's been canceled the whole time, I think. Yeah, he started canceled. And he, he gets canceled eventually, right? Damn you, Robert, Ned said. <laughs> he says, Fuck you, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you, Ned. <laughs> Ned says, here's the worst swear I know. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Robert smiles serenely and says, fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, but Robert's like, everything I've ever done is terrible, and you were right, and I was wrong, and I will only admit it right now. Yeah, all it took was for me to be, like, disemboweled, and um, I will admit that maybe I was wrong, perhaps, sort of. Maybe maybe I'll give it to you. I'll hand it to you this one time while I am dying. <laughs> that we should not the kill Daenerys, time. and we should probably kill Gregor, and um, everyone on my council is worthless. So yeah, he wants to make Ned the the regent. I think is that what it's called. Yep. To like yeah. be the king until Joffrey is grown up. 
which would be like four years or something I like think, that, right? I think it's either <laughs> 16 or 18. I'm not sure. Probably 16. Mm -hmm. 22 is already very old. So. <laughs> 22 is so old. 22 you're over the hill. Yeah, and then Ned Ned can't tell him that Joffrey isn't his son. Yeah. Uh, so, and he says, the lies we tell for love. The lies we tell for love. That deceit made him feel soiled is such a good sentence. It's not even deceit, like it's just phrasing it different, right? Yeah. But he's like, oh, this, oh, my honor. Ooh, right in the honor. Ooh. Ooh, ah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, his heart can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Ned is again doing this thing where like someone he loves is dying, so he'll just do whatever he can for them, even though it goes against what he actually wants to do. Yeah. Like he can't, he can't tell Robert that the kids are not his because that would just ruin his last moments on earth. So he's like, Okay, um, I'll protect your children. Wink. He thinks of all the uh, all the bastard children, and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can say that." Yeah. That part is really cute for some reason. That part is really cute to me. He's like, "Ah, oh, the bastards! Maya in the veil and Gendry at his forge. They're so cute." Robert says, "Promise me, like about eating the boar." <laughs> Eat the boar, Ned. <laughs> this is my most promise important promise. Ned, promise me, Ned. Eat the boar. What if Liana's promise was just like, promise you'll uh, plant some roses at Winterfell. <laughs> promise me, Ned. That's why he keeps seeing the roses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirmed. Li Liana just gave him, gave him her lemon cake recipe and said, please, <laughs> please, bake, bake them at home, Ned. Promise me. <laughs> but like the, the parallels are... Uh, incredibly strong here right like yeah. robots dying in a bed of blood uh, with like three king's guard in front of it mm -hmm. and oh yeah the three white clothes the phrase promised me ned yeah ned must be having flashbacks like at every five yeah, seconds yeah ned is right dissociating now. harder than he ever has yeah, yeah. <laughs> ned is having a normal one <laughs> it's like how can this happen to me again he gets him to like get Varys and Littlefinger to try not to kill Danny, and he asks Ned to make his son better than he was. And he says, gods have mercy, and Ned said, they will. Well, mm -hmm. should they? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think they should. I think he should be punished. Ned, like, hands, hands it to him one last time that, okay, he was not quite as bad as Ares. I know. And he was, like, not willing to say that before, but now he's like, oh, you're dying? No, you're... King, you're... <laughs> You're great. <laughs> they remember you as not quite as bad. <laughs> <laughs> he replaced Ares and he was fine, maybe. Pick your head up, King. Your guts are falling out. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have, like, 10 meter long fingernails on, on <laughs> So fingers. gross. I mean, I'll, I'll vote Robert better than Ares, but mm. I, won't, I won't vote them above the, the very low bar of good King. <laughs> Uh, my vote goes to the pig. Love that pig. Love the pig. Uh, hero. Hero pig. Not only killed Robert, also gonna be a delicious feast. It's just the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> <laughs> Gave its life to kill Robert, and I for one respect that. Robert went one for one. His KDA is real. <laughs> The other people come back in, except for Cersei. Uh, they yeah. witness him sealing the like letter that Ned wrote, but they don't know what's in it. I don't know why they do it like that. It seems like it's begging things to go wrong. Well, I don't... I mean, he does make plans later, like insurance against that. But oh, yeah. yeah. So everyone comes back and they start to... Trying to figure out, like, who's to blame for Robert. 
uh, sorry, talk about, like, I, I, I thought it was very funny how uh, they mentioned, oh, well, it's the king himself is to, is to blame, and he drank so much wine, and then Varys, like, very quietly says, I wonder who gave him the wine. <laughs> Stirring up the shit pot, yeah. Varys is like, hold it, but who gave the king yeah. his wine? Uh, well, first, before that, uh, uh, Robert puts a seal on the thing and then says, oh, give me something for the pain and let me die. <laughs> and uh, he drinks a bunch of opium right. juice and then says, will I dream? That one's pretty... Uh, feelsy Ned, and then Ned says you will I know. and he says I'll give you I'll give Liana your your love Ned Ned says you will dream of spring <gasps> oh, <yeah. laughs> 2021 and then he puts sunglasses on <laughs> it's pretty funny that Robert thinks that he will see Liana in heaven that gives me a good yeah, laugh yeah it's not gonna mate. happen <laughs> yeah because he's going to heaven mm, yeah <laughs> after all the great things he's done yeah, and then we get the line about, uh, he says, take care of my children, and Ned is like, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm fine. He finds a technicality on which he doesn't need to feel that Ah, perfect loophole. Uh, yeah, so he thinks of the bastards, and then he's like, I'll take care of them as if they were my own. Yeah, then he leaves, and they, yeah, he talks with Barristan about uh, what happened, and Renly's still going on, like, he was always strong, and he slew the thing, it's, his fucking whole body was in half, and he still killed it. Yeah, Ren- Renly is in, in shock, like, the medical yeah, way. Yeah, that puts it together that the, uh, the squire was the, was the, the one Lannister kid that he yeah. already noticed mm-hmm. earlier. Lancel. A character whose name he knows, Yeah. <laughs> They were like, yeah, he was so fucked up, he like could barely stay in his saddle, but uh, he commanded us to just stand aside, so we did. Whoops. Oh, damn, it's almost as if our years of letting Robert do whatever he wanted have come back to bite him and us. <laughs> He's like, the wine was from his own skin. And Varys is like, only one? And he's like, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I know, Varys is like, they poison him, they poison him, they poison him. Oh, I hope he doesn't blame himself. So stupid. <laughs> He's not sneaky at all. But Ned is like, oh, this is a good hint for me. <laughs> yeah, Ned Ned needs this. Yeah. This is kind of like that uh, scene from the show we were going on about where Littlefinger is like, do you remember Fish being Sigil? Because yeah, Varys true. is like, oh, I know the lad well. It's Sir Kevin Lannister's son, nephew to Lord Tywin and cousin to the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does not blame himself. <laughs> Here is a family tree. Wow. Here's my book of Lannister genealogy. I've circled him and underlined him for your convenience, King. And then Ned does, like, a better segue than we've ever done. He says, you mentioned children. (laughs) Robert. Yeah. (laughs) Robert mentioned that he doesn't want to uh, kill Danny anymore. Remember that she is a child, please. No one can forget. So, yeah, he sends, sends Varys away to go fix that, hopefully. Yeah, so then... Uh, Ned's going home and uh, Renly runs after him and says, send your men away, let's talk. And he gives him a plan. Uh, a very good plan from uh, from our good friend Renly that we all love. Yeah, so what's his plan? Renly's plan is we should stop the Lannisters from taking over the crown because Cersei is, is evil. We don't like her. And Okay, I like this all right, so far. All right. yeah. How would he do that? So in order to do that, 
we should um, just uh, like make sure that the children are away from her. So we should just go and get them, and okay, then we'll have them safe from her, and uh-huh. we'll be you mean in charge. we kidnap them. I mean, they already live here. We're not taking them away from their house. We're just putting them in a different room, basically. Is it kidnapping to take a child from their bedroom and put them in the living room? I don't know. I mean, if you're, like, forcibly doing it, then maybe. I think separating children from their mother is generally considered kidnapping. Well, what if their mom is evil? Have we considered that? (laughs) What if the mom has bad vibes? What if the children have guards that will probably fight to the death rather than uh, dishonor themselves <laughs> and, like, give up their charges without a fight? I mean, I'm just saying they do have a letter from Robert that they could perhaps present as evidence. That's not evidence for anything except for, uh, jo- like, it just says until Joffrey is of age. And he's not. Why would he need to kidnap? I'm just saying that this plan is very sound. No kids die in this plan. <laughs> Some guards may die in this plan guards die it happens <laughs> they're guards it's what they're for yeah it's the job yeah when when it happened to jory it was also fine well <laughs> no one will be there to cradle <laughs> them sadly in the street so it's fine i don't remember jory who was <laughs> he wasn't that hot don't worry about it unimportant exactly. <laughs> he wasn't hot so it doesn't matter like i just i just think like regardless from uh from whether it would have been a good plan for Ned to follow or not, uh, I just I'm just not sure if it uh, if if Randy deserves the uncle points he gets for this because he does very much want his own uh, nephews and uh, niece to be taken away from their mother and used as leverage against their mother. I mean, they are not his his nephews and nieces. He doesn't know it yet. Ned hasn't told it to Renly. He gets off on a technicality. No, but like if he gets, <laughs> if we don't count them as his nephew and niece, then then he doesn't count an uncle bowl. But he did. He, he was in the form this week. Yes, he counts. I just think that from Renly's perspective, this is a good thing for his nephews and nieces. Like this is the right thing for him to do by his brother's. Children. I don't know if he's thinking about their best interest more so about keeping power. I'll give it to you as like a side effect of uh, his plan, but I don't think that was his main goal. Also, be, like pulling a coup essentially, and like even. I mean, it's only going to be a coup for like four hours. <laughs> That's every coup. This would not look good. This is like. Oh, uh, the king, or, like, the king's hand, um, who was named Lord Protector, he, like, had to kidnap the king, uh, but actually he's not really the king we're finding out, uh, we're checking, I don't know. (laughs) They do need to check. (laughs) We're checking. Checking takes a while. Yeah, I don't know, like, none of this is good, but, like, no situation here would go smoothly, but I don't, I think, um... I think Ned should have gone back to Runley and said, okay, we're not going to do your plan, but, like, uh, I will... We'll think let, let's do it Yeah, let's, collect, let's workshop this yeah. a little bit, and, like, you can still ha- help me, like, securing the crown, but we're not going to do the kidnapping and murder in the house thing. But here Ned's, Ned's like, Robert is not dead yet. The gods may spare him. Uh, Ned. The gods are not listening. The gods do not see it. <laughs> Have you seen him? Yeah. He's like in halves. Yeah, he just gave 
he just gave him his will, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not 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 betting on on surviving. But but Ned says no to Renly foolishly. Renly's perfect plan gets rebuffed, <laughs> and so Renly triumphantly runs away. Bravely turned his tail and fled. Bravely bold he Sir Renly. the scream of a coward facing death. <laughs> he goes uh, back to his house. He he tells his men to get Littlefinger. And he tells Kane, or he tells Fat Tom, uh, the Wind Witch is sailing soon. Have you chosen some men? And he says, double it, and you're gonna command instead of, uh, Porther? Por- yeah. Porter? <laughs> Porth- my, Porther? My Porter, Porther. Porther, Porther. Porther. Por- Porther was a brave man, but headstrong. Mm-hmm. Porther, like the EDM musician, I guess. Right. He's just raving on the boat. That's what. And yeah. So Ned is sending away more of his men, which is I know. a great Okay, idea. my first best guy, he's gone. My second best guy, he's gone. My third best guy that I don't Le- even like that much, you go too. And he's, yeah, he writes a letter for Stannis and he says, uh, you're going to pass near Dragonstone on the ship, so go directly to Stannis, don't give it to anybody but him. Then he sits staring at a, a candle uh, for a while. Oh. <laughs> mm. Reading the reading the flames. And, yeah, he's really <laughs> sad. He's grieving. Uh, he wanted to go to the Godswood, but he has to like his leg is exploded. <laughs> he's got exploded leg disease, so he's thinking about how like people would uh, whisper that is he betrayed his king's friendship and uh, disinherited his sons and stuff. Uh, he writes the letter first, yeah. and then he gets Littlefinger comes in and Littlefinger does his classic jokes that. Ned loves to hear. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Ned is like, uh, Robert doesn't have any true-born heirs, and Littlefinger is like, I been no. And then Ned just says, uh, Stannis is the rightful king, which, I guess, technically, <laughs> I have to give it to Peter's him. Peter's like, unless... Yeah. Unless. Unless. Yeah. unless. Unless, my lord. Yeah, he does. And Ned is like, um, Stannis is the king. I know the law. Mm-hmm. And Littlefinger's like, well, you could just not tell anyone that the kids are not Robert's kids, and then you could be the king. Wouldn't you like that? And Ned's like, didn't you read the chapter two chapters ago where I said that I didn't want to be the king? Ned's like, have you no shred of honor? And Littlefinger's like, no. He says, he says, I probably have one shred. Oh, come yeah. on, you gotta give me at least one shred. You don't. Show me, show <laughs> me the shred. shred. On it. <laughs> and what's, what's Littlefinger's plan here? I mean, all, all he has done before is, like, pushing Ned in the direction to find out about all this, and now he's saying he shouldn't act on it. I don't know if he was pushing him towards it. I think he was stalling him, but he would just, like, give him one or two hints to make him think he was his friend. Yeah. I think this is reverse psychology, mm-hmm. what, he, what he's doing here. Yeah, but he was definitely, like, firing on the Lannisters against Sarks, so... It's true. He, like, took them to the baby and stuff. But that was just because he was literally, like... He he wanted to keep Ned here, but he, and he wanted to give yeah. him just enough so that he would suspect the Lannisters more and uh, drive, you know, more of a wedge between them. But he didn't want him to, like, completely find out. And now is, like, the perfect time because Robert's dead and, like... Or dying, rather, but... So... He, like, had to stall him just enough. I mean, maybe he wants to, like... He doesn't want the, the whole situation to escalate, so he, like, might want to keep it secret now and uh, maybe arrange it that uh, 
Ned later, later gets uh, disposed of discreetly, like John Aaron did or something, but mm-hmm. he's still betting on that, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ned could yeah. easily die of his leg disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Littlefinger wants to wants the, the, the Lannisters to stay in power, it seems. He wants himself to stay in power, most of all. He knows that yeah. if Stannis was king, uh, he'd be... Yeah, Stannis gone. is off with his head, for sure. Or at least, like, get the fuck out of here. What makes sense that he doesn't want to have uh, Stannis as king, yeah. Or he's just he's just jokering around again. He's kind of right. I mean, not to hand it to him. I'm not handing it to him. I am saying that... He makes points. Stannis is the king by law, but Stannis would be a terrible king, and everyone agrees with that. So... Oof. Right now, right now, right <laughs> now. But pre-character development, yeah, not the best king right now. Yeah, but what if he takes an onion night with him and, like, he learns from him how to be a better person? If Stannis goes oh, on a that redemption That sounds like arc. an adorable journey. If Stannis meets a funny dog. He wouldn't be that bad because he would get rid of, like, you know, these evil counselors or whatever, but... He would be better than Robert was. He drained the swamp, are you saying? St- Stannis would have an all-out war against Tywin. That's fine. Tywin does suck. Alright, so back to the chapter, uh, Littlefinger says, like, you should just, yeah, keep Joffrey in power and uh, use him as a figurehead while you do stuff and I'll help mm. you and my price would be modest and uh, Ned's saying, like, you're suggesting treason and he says only if we lose. It's a very joke line, too. I mean, he's right about that, though. Like, what well, was Robert's exactly. rebellion but treason that was absolved because they won. Ned says, like, they tried to kill my son, they killed a bunch of my men, they killed John Aaron. Littlefinger is like, oh, I did forget that I was talking to a Stark. <laughs> Littlefinger voice. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, all right, well, why'd you call me here then? And Ned is like, I need the gold cloaks because I don't have enough guys, basically. And uh, Littlefinger's like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> my, my, is a Stark suggesting bribery? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he talks about this is what I kind of meant. We were talking about this in the like good book spoilers a little bit that like Littlefinger is like one of the few characters that kind of interrogates the system a little bit, but like only enough to benefit himself. And once he gets his uh, an upper hand through that analysis, he like just stops there. So he's like, "Ooh, whenever one person declares one king and the other person declares another, it's the money that decides, and I have the money." <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah. So, so primary democratic primary. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Ned gets really mad, and uh, Littlefinger yeah. says, "Oh, I should." make you say that you want to bribe somebody, but I won't, because I'm nice. No, because I'm horny for your wife. Ned says, you'll do this because you're horny for my wife. And Littlefinger says, yes, I will. (laughs) Uh, Yep. And then he spins the dagger around, uh, and he says, the city watch is yours, and then he gives the dagger back to him hilt first. Did he, like, exactly calculate how the dagger is going to spin? Like, is he... <laughs> He's been practice the spinning that he that lands on himself so he can do that, that epic moment? I mean, it's just that uh, he's been sitting in his room for years playing spin the bottle with himself and imagining kissing Kylan. <laughs> so it's similar, similar to the way he practices all his lines in the mirror before he... Yeah talks to anyone who's yeah. also been practicing spinning the night. Exactly. Can we get to spoilers? Yeah, sure. 
Because I have a, I have a theory that's based on something Peter said here at the end. Please. Can you just talk about how what Ned is planning? How is it different from Randley's plan, but a little bit bigger? I mean, at some point they will have to like take either Cersei or her children by force. But they won't be using them as leverage, I guess. So it's more honorable. I think he would just like put them in jail. It's more, more of an open confrontation. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of treating it more as like an insurance policy, whereas. Renly was like, we should strike first. Ned is like, the honorable thing to do is strike second. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, he basically, his plan is basically like, I'm going to reveal that I'm Lord Protector. Uh, I'm going to reveal that uh, Joffrey is in uh, the air. I'm going to take them into custody and uh, install Stannis on the throne or invite him to take the throne. And that's it. And he just wants to make sure that the the city guards won't attack him for saying that basically. yeah i mean he just wants to like prevent as much bloodshed as possible and like not uh kidnap yeah. children i just want to uh talk about a very quick thing that's not gonna take long i don't know how much you want to talk about miss stuff i don't know either there's a lot of like plot spoiler stuff that we could talk about as far as like how this like these different plans, how they could work out, like what Tywin is doing, what Sanus is doing. I don't know. Yeah, I think there's better points for that in the future. All right, go ahead. Yeah. There's just one line that stuck out to me here that Littlefinger says, because he says, um, You wear your honor like a suit of armor, Stark. You think it keeps you safe, but all it does is weigh you down and make it hard for you to move. Now, who does that remind you of? Viserys. <laughs> Servardis again, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's exactly true. He was very honorable, and he was too heavy. Exactly. It's exactly what happened in his uh, trial by combat. But, like, Littlefinger wasn't there when a trial by combat happened. It's true. And the information doesn't travel that fast. Like, they still think Catelyn has Tyrion. But there's one explanation for it that uh, would explain everything. Littlefinger mm-hmm. is a green seer. Mm. What was he green seeing? It, it's the it's the moon door that's made of weirwood. Like that's oh. that's basically how Bran sees later what uh, what happens to Liza. So Littlefinger could have seen the trial by Wait, combat what? through. Uh, when does Bran see Liza? What? You, what? I don't remember. Just someone said that. Uh, that's a theory I heard. That I mean, it is weirwood. Uh, Bran... We can confirm that. It is weirwood, and it is said that it's weirwood. But it's like dead weirwood, isn't it? It's not connected but, to yeah. anything. Yeah, because no, no alive weirwoods can grow. It would still work, I All think. All right, uh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, that's basically yeah, it. Going. Like, I'm gonna have to uh, keep uh, paying close attention to this okay. in future chapters. But I think I think there's something seeded here. Okay, so the reason he creeps on Sansa all the time is because uh-huh. due to his green seeing, he can't tell if he's in the past or the present. <laughs> and so he thinks that Sansa is Catelyn. He, he does. <laughs> that, yeah. That makes so much sense. <laughs> and he doesn't realize how old he is, and he thinks he's just, like, 17. Huh. And he thinks uh, Ned is his brother. Yes. Yes, and that's why he hates him. <laughs> um, all right, sure. well... Uh, I mean, I guess I'll just say confirmed. 
There's no way to refute it. <laughs> I mean, what? There's no evidence well. against. At no point in the series does Littlefinger uh, turn to the reader and say, I am not a green seer, ergo. Exactly. I mean, I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Maybe that's, that's also uh, why he wants the veil later. Because there's the. His 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 spied on it from uh, through the through the moon door at this point. And he thought this was a pretty epic fight. I want that place. It is a nice place. He tries to get Tyrion in trouble later because he knows that Tyrion is a time traveler and um, <laughs> knows that that makes him too powerful. See, I thought whenever you were saying about armor weighing you down, you were going to talk about him fighting uh, Brin- or Brandon because he like didn't have any armor for that fight. But he still lost. No, see, that's that's like he lost. He did lose. It just proves he doesn't learn anything. Maybe at that point he was like future time seeing uh, to the same duel, and he took his threats to not wear any armor from Varys again, and it didn't work. Mm. He took his own advice from his future self mm-hmm. into the past, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's why he didn't have armor at that fight. Yeah, Littlefinger is. All past, present, and future Peters at the same time. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's like um, a rival. Then, then also his his speech in the series would make sense with like uh, imagine every possibility always oh. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that actually fits perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Chaos theory is a ladder. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Well. Uh, <laughs> I'm take a big drink of water. <laughs> my brain is uh struggling it's right good. now. It's good. It's full of power. I didn't have too many things for these uh chapters for uh myth stuff. Uh I'm, I'm my my myth game is definitely weak right now against that against that powerful display. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I will simply say that uh Danny uh eats the heart of uh, of a flaming star thing, uh, like a, like Lightbringer or whatever, and uh, she gets bloody hands and mouth like a weirwood tree, and then she bathes in a pool, and then uh, yeah, uh, and then also so Sansa uh, gets the blood orange thrown at her forehead and uh, gets a bloody face kind of, and yeah, like you said, the lap, um, and then she throws. Uh, she balls up the dress and her like small clothes, and um, throws it on top of the ashes of last night's fire, um, which is like the moon like throwing, you know, its stuff onto a fire. I I I just can't compete, you know, like whatever. The, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't be that on point all the time. Like, I can't believe geez. he defeated me. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. It's also been like four hours since we started recording. <laughs> unrelated, yeah. unrelated information. Uh, I haven't eaten yet today. I'll blame that. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah, you gotta go May get I some horse heart. Yeah. Uh, horse heart. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make your brain strong. 
Yeah. Oh, also, there's an ad on this last net chapter uh, that is a book about British royal children of the 20th century. Oh. And I don't know what they're trying to imply here. Mm, I think Dislike. I could figure out the secret of the redhead kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else? Kay, did you have something? I did, but I can save it, because it's not strictly related to these chapters. So, Is there, like, a specific chapter it relates to? Not really. Just, you <laughs> okay. should just spit it. I've just had some thoughts. I'm already, I'm already reeling. No, it's just, like, no, 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 deliver the knockout punch. Your brain can't take <laughs> another blow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> One day I will have the endurance to get through an entire podcast without like becoming a. One day we'll figure out how to make the podcast a reasonable way. Yeah, you are you are Danny eating eating blood clots oh, yeah. to try and eat the whole heart. <laughs> Every podcast is just some more blood. <laughs> I think the only way to make them shorter is to do less chapters. Yeah. We can do like two episodes a week with like two I feel like I could each. I could be pretty brutal with editing this time. Uh there's some asides yeah, okay. that I, I don't know if they went anywhere with that. <laughs> They're all incredibly important. <laughs> they were very uh, good. Maybe. We'll see. Make sure you cut out this part too. No, this is all <laughs> staying in, baby. Alright. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um <laughs> Fuck Jora, uh, listen to us more later and uh, yeah, click on the like button. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Ring that bell. <laughs> Ding. Fuck Jora. Fuck Jora. Fuck Jora, fuck Tavin, fuck uh, Littlefinger. RIP Robert, don't miss you. <laughs> Two discreet pieces. Fuck Viserys. One last time. Oh, and Robert too, yeah. Okay, the end. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. I'm losing it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I gotta hand it to you. I was not expecting that one. <laughs>